This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Raiders! Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever! You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go!
What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we hope to be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 183 of Raiders Fan Radio, coming to you live from Murph's Fan Cave. I appreciate all of you joining us live on the YouTubes. That is youtube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. America, go to the YouTube right now. That's right. Go to the YouTube and you can join into the best chat room there is in all of Raider Nation at YouTube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. Chevy Silver Raider is in there. Edgar V, Daniel Mangus, Zach Brewer, Running Bear, DT The Sun, Michelle Sweat, Ty, ta-da, Raider is in there. Rob Raider, The Big Easy, Running Bear. What's up, Running Bear? Uh, Kill Yadas is in there. Swag Jet. Who's that guy? Swag. Murph, Swag, Jeff, and who's the third guy? Uh, appreciate uh, everybody joining us in the chat tonight, and appreciate all of you, Raider Nation. Going to be a lot of fun tonight here in Murph's Fan Cave for episode number 183. Man, this is going to be cool. All right, so normally the man that adorns the Southern Annex uh, of the Murph's Fan Cave desk is the one and only Uncle Mosh. Tonight we got a special guest. We got crowd favorite QB Jeff from Dominico's. What's up, Jeff? What's going on, Murph? Appreciate you having me back in the cave. This is my third appearance, I believe. This is your third appearance, and you know what happens when you're on Raiders Fan Radio three times, man. Don't become a made man. Absolutely. So you, okay, so, and I'm glad you brought this up because I was going to hit you with this later, but we'll just do it right here at the top of the show. So, uh, well, actually, got to hold on. Let me hold on to that. Let me introduce our other guest, yeah, and then we'll come back here. to that. All right. Before we get to that, we've got a, a, a second guest tonight. The man is adorning the Western Annex of the center, Southern Annex of the Merce Fan Cave desk is Jeff's brother, Mike, from Dominico's in Alameda. What's up, Mike? What's up, guys? You know, good, good to be on with you. <laughs> good, good to have you here, man. Yeah. So uh, uh, this is your first time yeah. uh, in the Fan Cave. This is uh, how many visits now to Tennessee for you? You know what? I lost count. I, th- I think at least probably a dozen. Probably. What do you think, Jeff? Like 12 to 15? At least. I mean, you usually come out here three four times a year. On, you know, I, I, on let's, videos, let's, call, so. let's call it. I've been out here at least 20 times. At least 20 times? Yeah. For, to watch Jeff's games and every, stuff oh, and all, all that kind time. of stuff. And yeah. all that. Every Raider game against the Titans, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah we too. went to three uh, Raider games against the Titans. Uh, it's, it's a great place. I love it here. Right on, man. Good deal. Well, good to have you in tonight. Uh, Mike, like his brother Jeff, is a huge Raider fan. And so we're going to look forward to hearing from, uh, from both of you tonight about a lot of the stuff about the Raiders. And Mike, you're still out there in Alameda. You're still I'm still out you're, there, You're man. still back there, so I'm, I really want to uh, pick your brain and hear from you Absolutely. about life yeah. now as an abandoned Raider fan for the second time. So, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So we're, we're going to get into that. You got it, man. Uh, but, okay, so Jeff, so we do uh, made men, made women. So if you call the show and you leave a message and you get your message played three times, you become a made man or a made woman. Or if you email the show an indefinite amount of times, you become a made man or a made woman. Well, here we've got – you're the first guest – to make a three-time appearance. So, like, Kevin the Raider Nerd's been here a couple times. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider's been here a couple times. You know, we've had Will Compton. We've had a handful of different people come through to Fanca. But you're the first three-time guest. So, let's uh, make it official, man. Let's make you a made man here at Raiders Fan Radio. It's an honor. You are a made (laughs) man. You showed you are part of the family by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies, then they would become my enemies. Showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio, you have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent. It is more than the government. It's almost equal to family. Be loyal. Made man, Raider fan. 
someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. But until that day, accept this as a gift. And don't ever forget, words can hurt more, but silence can break. Congratulations, right. Jeff. Appreciate it, man. Awesome, man. The newest May Miss. We got to add you to the list now. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Of, uh, of, of made men and women. And, you know, we've got, uh, we've got a long list now uh, of, of folks that are, that are made here in the fan cave. And we got another one to add tonight, too, which is going to be pretty cool. Yeah, and so I've got the list here of the running total. And so uh, we're going to get to that later on tonight when we, when we announce one more. Uh, but appreciate all of you that, uh, that each and every week support uh, us here at, at Murph's Fan Cave. So how you been, man? So how's life? How's the deli business? Yeah, deli business is booming, you know. People like sandwiches, so they're coming in, <laughs> line them up. Whether it's in here in Murfreesboro or in Alameda, we're, we're rocking and rolling. It's never been better, really. Good deal, man. Good deal. So you, you, we know what a huge fan that this community is becoming of your food. And we know Mosh is a big fan of your food. He is. Now, but I got to say, he's a fan of yours and all, but you are sitting in his chair. I'm, I was a little nervous, you know, because uh, I knew you told me we were, we were, where the setup was. And I was like, look, I've only sat in, in, in the guest chair, <laughs> but now I'm in Mosh's chair. But, you know, I know how upset he was when Will Compton came in here and adjusted the levels and, and nearly broke the thing. So I felt like it was only appropriate to, to bring something for him to smooth it over. That way, when he comes back, he'll have a nice little present waiting for him okay to, to you know so he won't be mad at me. A little so some okay all right let's see what, what, what we got for mosh so mosh has a couple favorites at domenico's but one of his favorites is a soprano and on the soprano is the the calabrese hot salami nice so i figured we'd uh you know i brought him a whole <laughs> stick of the molinari out of san francisco yes. the calabrese salami so it's gonna sit that, right here that's the good stuff right oh, there oh. it's the best molinari is the best oh, so when he comes awesome. back He's got a whole hot salami thing that'll last him for Mosh probably a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's amazing, man. So hopefully he doesn't get too mad at me. No, he won't get mad at you because so, you brought tribute, so we know that Mosh is going to be okay with it because here's the deal. If you start, you know, you sit in Mosh's chair and you start playing with the settings like you said, he tends to have a little bit of a negative response. So when, when the aforementioned Will Compton did it, this is what Mosh had to say. Son of a behind 20 pounds short motherfucker. From somewhere sat in the son of a bitch. He's probably just sat at man's height and his little legs probably couldn't touch the ground. What the hell? Stay the fuck out of my chair. Sit in your damn bus. That's so that was the that was the week after Will was in here, man. That was pretty fun. So anyway, I appreciate that. Appreciate you joining us tonight, nice. and uh, and I'm sure he's gonna uh, he's gonna enjoy uh, coming back to the to the fan cave desk and there a big old salami sitting there, man. That's amazing. <laughs> All right, so uh, at the top of the show, we always kick it off. Um, by naming our episode number uh, or tying our episode number back to something significant within Raider Nation. So this is episode number 183 of Raiders Fan Radio. And our buddy Swag Jeff is the one that finds something significant in Raider Nation to tie it back to. And let's check in with old Swaggo and see what he's got this week. 
What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy Swaggy J with RFR Live coming to you for episode number 183. Now, before we get into the episode number, I do want to make an announcement that this week we will be dropping swag. That's right. You'll be able to go to the Raiders Fan Radio website and follow a link, and you will be able to buy all kinds of stuff. You want a Sales from the Nation shirt? You want a Murph's Fan Page shirt? You want an Uncle Moss shirt? You want a Swag Jeff sticker? Uh, it's all going to be there. It's all going to be there, uh, more than just shirts. We've got all kinds of swag we're going to have available. So be on the lookout. Follow us on uh, Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio, Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio, Facebook.com at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Uh, you're going to be uh, you're going to be one of the first to own all of the logos for the RFR live shows uh, on the Merch Fan Kid Network. Uh, episode number one eighty three. I got a good one. Uh, people uh, people applaud me for uh, for finding certain things, and sometimes the numbers can be hard. But uh, but I'm proud of this one because we got two for you. Got a question for you, Raider Nation. In 1987, do you know who the Raiders drafted as the 183rd pick? I bet I know one guy who knows. Bo knows. That's right. The L.A. Raiders with the 183rd pick in 1987 select Auburn running back Bo Jackson. And if you didn't like that, which I don't know why you wouldn't, but one of our favorites on the show, Speed Kills, number 21, Cliff Branch, played 183 games in silver and black. Nice. That's right, Raider Nation. That's the two 183 stats for episode number 183. You guys have a great show, Domenico style. <laughs> Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance, which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations. <laughs> all right, boys and girls, oh, you got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard <laughs> as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like <laughs> us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh, he twits now. That's right. Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram, at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you wanted to, you if you wanted to, if you want to, you can even email us, show at RaidersFanRadio.com, or call us. On the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. 
I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, so uh, before we get into the respect segment, which is kind of where we usually start at, at the top of the show, I want to uh, I want to get some uh, uh, get a chance to talk to our, our our newest guest here in the fan cave to to Mike from West Coast uh, Dominicos from the OG Dominicos in Alameda, uh, right? The original, so, the original. So, <laughs> Mike, we know you're a big Raider fan. Obviously, yeah. your whole family's big Raider fans. You yep. got endless amounts of stories about being Raider fans, and you got one really good one. We're going to get to in a second, sure. but before that, talk to me a little bit about. You know, because, I mean, Jeff, you've been out here for how many years now? Uh, Ten years. Ten years. I've been here for 20 years. It's been, uh, well, actually, almost 21 years now. Okay. Been a long time since I lived in the Bay Area, a long time since I lived in San Jose. Um, And so many of our listeners are, well, frankly, we're global. We're all all over the place. Um, But we have a lot of folks in Texas and, uh, gosh, New Jersey. and you. That's why it's Raider Nation. That's why it's Raider Nation, right? But give us a little bit of of an insight on what it's like for Raider fan where you're how far are you from the Coliseum? Ten minutes? Oh, ten minutes. There yeah. you go. So talk to us a little bit about what life is like for the Raider fans out there now. I mean, that they left? Yeah, yeah, just kind of like what it's like, man. I, I don't know. I mean, I think some people are, are upset that they left. You know, uh, I'm more so – I saw this coming for a while. You know, yeah. they were trying to get a stadium for the longest time. I'm sad they left, but Las Vegas is fun, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 you know, you got to move on. You got to move on. You know, there's some OG Raider fans that come in and – you know, they're, some are they're hurt. They're like, yeah, I, I think a lot of people were done with them after they went to L.A. the first time. So you got those those kind of fans, right? But, uh, you know, it's you just got to move on. It's going to be fun, you know? Absolutely. Looking forward to it. You know? there, there, there's still some Raider gear. I still see Raider gear. And, you know, a couple of people, like I got my Vegas. I went out there uh, 4th of July, went and visited a friend of mine and got a couple hats and I saw the stadium and... You know, a couple of people they see my hat, they look at me like, "How could you do? How could you wear that hat, man?" And they look heartbroken, you know. But you know, I'm a Raider fan. It's just you know, the silver and black. I'm always going to be with the Raiders. I mean, who else are you going to support? The Niners? That's what I said. That's I the said, thing, right? Like, like, what else are you going to do? I, said, man? I tell people I'm not going to be no Niner fan. You know, so yeah, I'm with you. You know, it's funny you brought that up though too about how. Like a lot of the OG Raider fans, like I know, like like your like uh, the older guys in your family, and yeah. like and in mine too, like my uncles and stuff, like they weren't okay with it when the Raiders went to LA. Now I know we have a huge, speaking of being global, like we have a huge contingency of listeners in yeah. Los Angeles. When you just mentioned Bo Jackson a minute ago, the, the chat lit up with all the, the yeah. folks that are big LA Raider fans. So a lot of respect for LA Raider fan, but like that's a rivalry for us. Like when when the Raiders went to Los Angeles. Like when I when I was a kid and they they left it was like well we hate the Dodgers we hate the Lakers we hate like so now they're going to the city where all these teams that we can't stand play at like yeah. what the heck you know so that was like a big deal and it's interesting you mentioned that that like it those still linger absolutely there you know? are people are hurt you know I mean you know I don't know um, you know then I see people too like I saw one one older guy and he was like oh man I like that hat I, I got to get one for myself and you know. It's just it's kind of, it's just weird. It's weird, you know. Did you ever feel like cuz you were there ground zero, did you ever feel like the Raiders were going to stay? Honestly, not really. I mean, if you've been to Oakland lately, I mean, and then you go to see their beautiful new stadium in Vegas, it's like it makes sense. It makes sense, right? You know what I mean? If you're an NFL franchise, especially nowadays, you have to have new facilities, new new stadium. Like you're not attracting any uh, like yeah, the Coliseum yeah. they try, was a dump. Yeah. It was our dump. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I yeah. loved going there. And I have so many memories tailgating and, you know, the, the stadium and all of it. But 
if you're trying to build a franchise, like free agents, they don't want to come come there. Those locker rooms, like you're the you're the last stadium to still be playing on a baseball field. Like, come it's on, we literally it, sewage running through the dugouts. Yeah, exactly, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. like it was ours. And don't get me wrong, I loved I loved every minute of it. But you know, it's I'm, I'm okay with it. I was hurt in the beginning too, but we got to move on. You got to move on. You got to move on, man. You know? <laughs> well, and you know what? And like, and when you consider the alternatives, like, you know, and there was a lot of different places that were thrown out there for a minute there. It seemed like every city. It was like San Antonio, was, yeah, Birmingham, like, yeah, yeah. and like all kinds yeah. of people were. But like, if you had to pick a place, like, the granted, Raiders, Raiders are the perfect team for Las Vegas. Perfect. That ex- right? Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, you know, you would think that, like, if the NFL really wanted to do the fan base a solid, they would have went with L.A. because that's where a Raider fan is. Like, yeah. L.A. is a Raider city. But considering the fact that they didn't, like, what else? Like, Vegas, man. Like, what? It's perfect. That's the only other place, I think. It's, if it's not going to be in the Bay Area, I'd rather be. Frankly, and this might offend I'm, some I'm, L.A. Raider absolutely. fans. I'd rather be in Vegas than L.A. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I would. But I'm old no enough. Doubt. I'm old <laughs> enough to think that, though. So don't kill me, chat room. But I'm a f- almost you know, 50 year old man in a couple of years. I've been around for a long time. I remember as a kid when they left and how much that hurt our feelings, man. That wasn't like a, you know what I mean? That was so anyway. So, and again, and I, and we have so many great Raider fans in LA and we're going to, and we hear from it's a, a, t- it's a touchy week. subject back home. You know what I mean? It like, is it's right? a touchy subject with a lot of people, but uh, you know, it's going to be fun. Like I said, it's going to be a lot of, I'm excited. I, I went out there and saw it for myself. I was, I, the wheels started spinning. I'm thinking, shake some craps, pool party, Raider game, dude. You know? Well, I love it. And like when the, like a lot, it won't be the same, but it's going to be, you know, well, like Jeff, you mentioned how amazing the tailgates are, right? Like yeah. the, there was no match of an Nothing Oakland tailgate like and like, and it was, but I, I do remember those much as I'm fond of those tailgates when a lot of fans were like, well, what's going to happen when we go to Vegas? Where are we going to tailgate? I'm like, Caesars. Yeah, oh, right. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, you're, it, you're not going to be in the parking lot. You're going to be at the freaking Palms. Exactly. Like, that, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's Vegas for crying out loud. It's not, a, not a bad plan B. Not a bad plan B. Jump not in an Uber and go to the game, man. Like, come on, man. <laughs> it's only so, an hour flight, too, you know? Uh, from where you're at, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. It's closer, for, it's closer for us in t- here in Tennessee to get to Vegas. Right, yeah, it is. I know. Well, because I just went out there for the, uh, the home opener yeah. against, against the Saints. Where did you go? Where did you watch the game out there? Like Stage Door Casino, which was amazing, by the way. It was really? It was, uh, it was packed. It looked packed. I gotta get. Yeah, out. it was probably a little more packed than it should have been. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, considering that we're in a global pandemic, but right. yes, it was a lot of fun. It it's was hard a, to keep Raider fans away. Yeah, I'm telling you, you know, you start getting the Modelo flowing, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, like, no people start losing their masks. I'll just say that. You know what I mean? Quickly. But yes, yes. But uh, hey, uh, so also in the chat room, we appreciate any of the donations that we get in there tonight through the super chat. Uh, all that money is going to go to the One Nation Foundation. Uh, first one is in there from Swag. Actually, we got two in there from Swag Jeff. There you go, Swaggy. Appreciate you swag jeff in there a couple five dollar donations and uh that's going to go straight to the uh one nation foundation you can also go to one nation foundation.net uh and donate there directly and uh, all that money goes 100 to uh, uh to various raider causes including uh this last week we just completed our donation to allison king uh kenny king jr's mom and her uh recent uh or renewed cancer battle and uh we we uh sent on 1800 bucks on behalf of you rfr listeners but most importantly the one raider one nation foundation uh as a collective so thank you for those of you that supported that and much respect to you so and speaking of respect let's go ahead and hit this top uh segment here in the show so uh 
you know, we like to give respect at the top of the show. We don't that's do right. props. We don't do shout outs, but uh, we're Italians. We, won't be, we might be Forget Irish Italians, it. but yeah, we're still Italians. That's right. And so we like to give a little bit of respect. Hey, by the way, you got three Murphys in the studio tonight, too. This <laughs> hey. is like Murphy's fan game that's tonight, right? right? Yeah. Um, Can't go wrong. Absolutely. So, uh, uh, and thank you both for being here, too. Of course, by the way. Man. Appreciate great. you having us. Absolutely. Um, so, all right. So at the top of the show, we like to give a little bit of respect. And. Let me just say this, and this is not a political thing. We're not, we don't do politics around here. I don't want you to be political in the chat room either, but I just remember this. We're in a crazy time of night. It's over uh, Mike's shoulder here. We got the, the election going on, the stats going on, just so we can kind of keep up to speed with it. It's a wild time for our country. Wild, right? yes. It's an absolute wild time. It's going to continue to be wild over the next couple of days. And just remember, Raider Nation, that Raider Nation is only second to this nation. And no offense to our UK listeners and all the global listeners, but this is the greatest nation the greatest democracy that's ever existed and just just let the process play out be nice to each other it's it's all going to be fine one there's no single politician that's ever changed our world before it's nope. not going to happen this time just everybody chill out and, and just enjoy the process and and just relax in it and, and that would be what i would in, in, encourage you to do and um now that said i said we weren't going to get political but there is a little bit of internal politics that go on here in a fan cave once in a while did you guys know this no no all right, so you ever seen these political hit pieces that kind of go on? Oh, yeah, yeah. On TV sometimes, we're like attacking a senator and things like that. Well, one of our uh, guests or one of our hosts here in the fan cave is not above that. And here's really? something. Yeah, so check this out, guys. Donuts. Dozens and dozens of donuts. Rubens by the tens. Excessive quantities of food consumed in the southern annex of the Murph's fan cave desk. Is Uncle Mosh still fit for the southern annex of the fan cave desk? All that food, zero taxes paid. Plus, Uncle Mosh voted against the funding for the western annex because it was all about his airtime. Unchecked. Unhinged. Always full. It might be time to promote a successor to the Southern Annex. Raider Nation, you decide. I'm Swag Jeff, and I approve this message. Oh, man. Oh, man. Shots fired. What's up, everyone? This is Maurice Hurst with the Las Vegas Raiders, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff. Just win, baby. Thanks. All right, Raider Nation, let's jump into some, uh, some Raider talk. I want to talk a little bit about the Browns game. I want to talk a little bit about the outlook to the Chargers. But uh, that's a little bit of a tease because before we do that, though, I do want to jump back and go into a story yeah. that I think your brother's got to tell. Mike, tell us a little bit. I won't even want to set it up. You just kind of pick it up and run with it. Tell us about this amazing story that you have that uh, has to do with the Raiders. Yeah, so I guess it happened, what, a couple, about a, maybe two years ago. It was um, around Mother's Day. We get a call because, you know, being, uh, at the, we did a lot of catering for the Raiders. The facility was like 20 minutes away. So, you know, we had major contacts there. So I was always running platters over there and whatnot. And out of the blue, one of the, one of the ladies I, I would do, you know, orders for sends me a text. She said, hey, I can't tell you what, what what's going on exactly, but, you know, it's Mother's Day and we're doing some promotions with Tide, you know. Uh, so we, you know, we thought of your mom, you know. So they, they were picking like, I think they went to like three or four ladies, you know, okay. for Mother's Day. So. I told my mom, and I was like, "Well, you know, uh, what do you, what do you think about this? You know, they have." And they said, "The the a Raider personality is going to come to her house, okay?" Because right? and I, we came out to find they were doing a promotion with Tide, you know, laundry detergent. Yeah. Right? So, um, 
So, you know, I, I told her and she said, yeah, sure, I'll do it. You know, and she said, you know, Raider personality is going to come and at this time and she needs to be at home and they're just going to show up. So, you know, I, at first I didn't know if my mom was going to want to do that, but she said, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll do it. So, you know, I'm thinking they might send us like a backup tight end or whatnot. Yeah. You know? and I told my mom, I said, I got to, and this Gruden had just gotten hired yeah. okay. a, a couple weeks before. I said, wouldn't that be wild if they, if they sent John Gruden? And we were like, no, no way, no way, right? So my mom was home, she's waiting for the call, and I, uh, her name was Zoe. She, I said, shoot me a text when you guys are on the way over, because my mom wanted me to be there too. You know, she's like, all these weird people coming into her house. Yeah, you know? yeah, she yeah, was just yeah, like, yeah. She's like, you know, come over too, that way, you know. So I was like, yeah, of course, no problem. So I get the text, I shoot over from the deli to my mom's house, like 10 minutes away, I pull up, and I see like a, uh, you know those big uh, Mercedes vans, the tall ones, the big black yes. ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see one of those with a huge Raider shield on it. And then the driveway is like a Lincoln Navigator all like tinted out. And I was like, man, that looks like a, like a Secret Service car or something. You yeah, know, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. sharp. I was like, this, somebody's here. Is it, you know, is it Derek Carr? I'll be like, maybe something, you know? Yeah. So I walk it, you know, walk up to the front door. I'm a little nervous, you know, kind of like right now. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's my first podcast. No, you're doing great, man. Yeah, yeah. So I I walk in and I see Zoe. She's like, come in, come in, come in, you know? So I walk in there. I look around the corner. And this is inside your childhood home, right? My childhood home. We all grew up there. All all five of us Murphys. I look in there. John Gruden is sitting down at my my kitchen table. (laughs) Incredible. So I walk in. I'm like pretty nervous. And he goes... Hey, Mike, he already knew my name. And the guy's sharp. Like, the guy can retain information. Like, he'd been talking to my mom for 10 minutes, and he already knew my name. Jeff's, he knew about Jeff. You know, maybe he saw the pictures on the wall. And he was so cool, so personable. And my mom, she was, like, just not even phased. It was just like somebody that came in the deli. She's just talking to him, like, <laughs> you know, she was kind of, okay, so I walk in, and he gets up. He goes, hey, how you doing, man? You know, my name's John Gruden. And I'm yeah. like, Mr. Gruden, of course, and call me John, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we start talking. He goes, he goes, why don't you have a seat right over here? And, and two, another thing, too, like the whole crew, he had just gotten hired. So everybody was so, like, excited to see him. I mean, he's a celebrity, dude. Yeah. I mean, he was just doing Monday Night Football, you know, Corona commercials. And yeah. I mean, everybody was just excited. The whole camera crew and, like, took, Zoe, took, she was took like. Took over the room, right? Yeah, it, okay. Guy's a leader of men. When he speaks, it's like everybody's like, you go over here. You know, he was show, he was like telling, you know. He's like directing traffic and he, stuff? He, he was directing traffic. Because, you know, they were there to film him. He was like doing my mom's laundry and stuff. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the links, it's out there somewhere. It's on yeah, YouTube. It's on yeah, YouTube. Yeah. So, uh, so it was like her clothes and st- it was like the house laundry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then there's, she's, got like her, she's got like her feet kicked up. And she, yeah. It, so, you know, he went to like three or four houses. So, you know, they showed him at all these okay. houses. So then he goes, why don't you have a seat over there? So you know, we, I sit down. He, he's sitting in your own house. Yeah. Like, why don't you go sit over there? Okay. You know, you, you know what I mean? Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. Like, yeah. you know. So I sit down. We're sitting at the kitchen table. And we just start talking shop, talking about football. And I said, I said, can I ask you a question? He's like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, I'm like, man, you got, you know, the money. Like, why, do you, why are you doing this, man? I'm like, why are you coming back? And he goes, looked at me like dead in the eyes. He goes, I'll tell you what. He goes, because he goes, it's in my heart. He goes, I, he goes, I feel like this is the right thing to do. He goes, it's what I want to do. He goes, my kids are just graduating from high school. And he goes, I just feel like it's the right time for me to get back in, you know? And wow, we just awesome. start talking about players and, and then, you know, he, he had, did you out. ask him when he was going to sign Khalil Mack? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. I did not. So then we start talking about Jeff a little bit and he knows, he goes, yeah, oh, yes. Your brother played at middle Tennessee. And I said, yeah, he goes, I tell you what, man, he goes back in 1998, 
He goes, I was out there scouting a player called Kelly Holcomb. I, whoa, no kidding. Talk he remembered Kelly, Holcomb, from Kelly, like, Kelly coached my kid and goes to the same church as we do. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah, goes, yeah. from 20 years, it's, a, it's like an, an encyclopedia. You know, like he remembered what exactly trip, man. this little school and he was there at this, this particular year. Sharp. And uh, we, it was great. We talked. He was supposed to stay for 15 minutes. I think he stayed for like about 45 minutes. And you could tell he was excited. He was just on the job. He got hired like two weeks before. He was like fired. You could tell oh, he was like the so juice. So cool, man. He was ready, you know, and it yeah. was off season. So it was like, it was in May. It was Mother's Day. It's in May, right? Some, around there. May, yeah, June. It's May. Yeah. yeah, I think so. May. So Yeah, because <laughs> he got hired in like February. Yeah. yeah. It was something like that. It was right after the season got over. He got hired. So it would have been, yeah, within a couple yeah. of months of him. Getting, so I yeah. got him front. You know, he was just, you know, and he would, we were talking about players and oh, he was talking about Derek awesome. Carr. He's like, how much he loves Derek Carr. And, and we just talked and talked. And then, you know, the, the crew's like, all right, John, you know, trying to get him out of there, right? So, you know, we're, they're filming, and like I said, you see the video, it's great. My mom's just got her feet kicked up, and he's got like a laundry basket, and <laughs> oh it was a great... Was we'll a, find a link to that. Yeah. We'll get in our show notes, absolutely. man. My, so, my, yeah. mom, my mom absolutely crushed it. Like, she was just not even, didn't even flinch. Like, you know, it was amazing. And then, you know, so we ended up talking, and the crew's like trying to rush him out of there because they got to go to the next place. So they're, they're all going, he lets them walk by. He like slams the door behind him. <laughs> he, he, he sits there and talks to us for like another five minutes. He started talking to me about the, some receiver they got in the seventh round that he really liked. I think it was Marcel Aitman. I was just going to say, it sounds like yeah. Aitman, yeah, yeah. And he was talking. Then he was just, that guy loves football. Loves wow. Football. Yeah. That's it was so cool. So, it was so, it was, and when he got hired, because I had met some people at the facility when I would drop things off. Like I saw Khalil Mack one time. I was, that guy's huge, man. His neck is just. <laughs> You know, like I was just like, man, that's just, you know, bad, bad, bad boy right there. You know? Yeah. Uh, but I just had a feeling I was like, I think I'm going to run into Gruden at some point. I was like, I don't know what, if he's going to come in here because we had, we've had a few players come in. Like Darren McFadden came in one time. Others as well. Like Keelan Doss grew up. He's oh, up, yeah. He's went to from yeah. He, grew up, he grew up like two blocks away. And went, so I saw him on Hard Knocks. Right. And yeah. then like when I saw him on Hard Knocks, I said, he comes. In the, I think that guy comes in the deli. Right. And then, like, a, a week later, he comes walking in. I'm like, dude, hard knocks. He's a nice kid. He's from Alameda, man. Like, he went to Alameda High School. Then he went to UC Davis. I know his, his mom comes in. Like, so it's just funny. It's like, it's like when you have the deli, it's like a place, and we have all the stuff on the wall. It, like, brings people together, like how we met you in, in Just Deli. You know? Yeah. It's totally, the same yeah. thing. So it's like, it's weird. We've always had this weird connection to the, you know, it just happened, you know? And, uh, man, it was an amazing experience meeting Gruden. I was like, so cool. I was blown away. I was like, that was incredible. Like, that guy's a star. You know, that's awesome. He's man. very enigmatic. I've never been in a room with somebody like that that had he had like a lot of charisma. Yeah, yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? How about, uh, and so uh, follow that up, Jeff, because you guys talk a lot about Alameda. And uh, last time we had you in was like at the beginning of um, Last Chance You yeah. talking about Laney College. Yeah, uh, there in Oakland, which is also where you played before you came to MTSU. Yeah, it was and, and speaking of, of coaches and like an enigmatic and just like big personalities and charisma, like your coach at Laney. Yeah. Was, was John like Beam. John Beam, and we got to see that for like I wasn't oh, aware. Was on, of, I haven't seen the show. The last, the last yeah. chance. Oh, it's yeah. incredible! So now it. I've seen the whole season, and I assume a lot of you have. Did yeah. you get a chance to watch it all? I assume I did. Absolutely. So I, what did what did you think? Was it, that's John? That's that's Beam to it, like to a T to yeah. the letter. That that is him. Like he he coaches you hard, but that guy did so much for me, like in my life, and not and not necessarily like on the field, but just like I, when I went to Laney, it was right after my dad passed away when I graduated my senior year. So, like, there was a lot going on there. You know, I was 17. My dad just passed away. I'm graduating high school, not really know what my next step is. And, like, Beam filled such a big role for me 
showing me really how to be a man. And wow, I'll never forget cool. that in my entire life. Like he did so much for me and uh, he's a great coach. He's a great leader, but he's also like, he's, he's not I'm trying to say this the right way. Like he will tell you exactly what he thinks, whether you want to hear it or not. Right, yeah. And some kids can take that and some kids can't. And I, you kind of saw that with different guys on the show. Like some kids, uh, I can't remember the kid's name, but he was a receiver. Like that kid would kind of just would shut down. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember his name either, but I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. But then other guys, it's like they step up to the challenge. So, but he, that's the way he's always coached when he was at Skyline High in Oakland uh, for years. And then when he went to Laney, like that's him. And you're going to get that. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, that's, that's him. But I, I love Beam and I thought the show was awesome. And it showed they had, a, they had a rough year. They lost tons of guys. And that's how the Juco system is. You know, you'll have a, a really good team and you might win state, but. You only got guys for two years, so odds are is that next year it's going to be a little rough. You'll have a lot of guys that right. didn't play a lot, and that's why they ended up, on, I think, having like a 500 season that year. But you know, I've noticed that in watching the show that you don't really get us like when you're watching the show and you hear like the track record of like some of these coaches. I forget the last name, but Buddy uh, was he in East Mississippi? Yeah, yeah, that I know guy, you're talking but about. You get the sense that like there's a dynasty that's kind of brewing, or, yeah. but but it's really not. Like it's really like you can have. Like, you don't get runs like yeah. you might in other sports because, like you, you said, it's so transient. Players well, are coming and going so much, right? the California JUCO system is way different than, like, in, in, other than California, there's a limited amount of junior colleges everywhere else in the country. So, like, the, the, the school in, in, in Mississippi, and there's, like a, there's another one, I think, in Jersey or something um, that's, always, that's always really good, but, like, they have dorms. Like, they get kids in and they, they put them up. Oh, okay. Like, all the schools in California are not like that. Like, right, because like, that's what the whole thing was. Like, exactly. They were showing players sleeping in their cars and stuff. And that's how it was. Like, I couldn't tell you how many times you'd be in the locker room, dude. Guys got pistols. Guys got drugs. Like, like <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's Oakland, man. It's, it's, I mean, it's, whether you want to be honest about it or not, like, that's, that's Oakland. Like, these kids were trying to make a better life for themselves, but they were also trying to make money. Like, to survive. Exactly. Yeah. Because they didn't yeah. have places to sleep. Like, Absolutely. A lot of guys didn't want to. I mean, some, that, like, the one guy worked at the, uh, the chicken place. Yeah, like a lot the of wing guys, zone or whatever. Yeah, 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 but a lot of guys they didn't want to do that. You know, that's just reality. That's just that's just life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's just it's it's it's, it's a different situation. You know, but beam. Beam has helped a lot of guys, man. That guy's that guy's an incredible human being. Well, that show is fascinating, I gotta, I and I think that I was my. Watch it. I can't yeah, believe it's I great. Yeah, it's great, it and it's yeah. um and out of all the seasons, that might have been the most fascinating of them. Not only just because it was well, especially after getting yeah, to meet for, you and knowing yeah. you played there and stuff, but just having those ties back to the Bay Area and all that. Absolutely. Um, but but really, you know, during the time when the, when the Raiders are leaving Oakland and the Warriors are leaving Oakland and the A's are just a matter of time before probably they leave too. But like, there's so many things that are leaving the city at least sports-wise, that are yeah. synonymous. And yet here's this institution in this junior college that's staying there. And you have a stalwart like like coach there. Like that was it was really cool. I really, really enjoyed that. Yeah. And I love how it profiled not only just his impact as a coach, but on these young men. I thought that was yeah. not so cool to hear you echo that same exact sentiment, man. That's awesome. Um it's uh it's on Netflix. So those of you that are on uh those of you asking in the chat room, uh let me shout them out. Uh, Daniel Mangus is in there, Coach Davis, 
Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Big Easy, uh, Raider Born Rico, Tyrone Graves, Pirate 1975, Alfred Esparza, Ron the Mater Raider, Raider Flash, lots of folks in there, Adam Hill. I uh, appreciate all of you joining us, and thank you for the donations tonight. Uh, as we were talking there, had another one from Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. Thank you, and also Franklin in there. Thank you so much. 100% of that money is going to go to the One Nation Foundation. All right, let's go ahead and, and uh, let's hit a break here, and then let's jump into some talk about the uh, the last game and the next game coming up. Hey, Raider Nation. I just want to say hello. This is Pastor Mondo of NationMinistry.net. You're listening to Raider Fan Radio with Uncle Marsh and my brother, Merle. Just win, baby. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. All right, so the Raiders are four and three. QB Jeff. That's right. Oh man, it's an awesome time. You know, this has been one of the more exciting seasons that we've had in a hot minute. Absolutely. Um, you know, considering that you know, and and we were due. Like it was time, right? Yeah. Uh, after uh, you know John Gruden's return here, uh, it had been a minute since the Raiders had been competitive uh, year in year out. The last time was when he was here uh, in the. Or I say we here but yeah you know with the Raiders in the early 2000s um other than 2016 and so many of us were wondering is 2016 an anomaly is is Derek Carr ever going to be that quarterback again like so many different things that have changed um going back to that 2016 season and wondering if we were going to get back there and and what players would contribute well this is pretty cool man so it's exciting we got a lot of good stuff going favorable and momentum for the Raiders um I got a couple things for you here that yeah. I want to ask you about, and then I want to get into pick your quarterback brain about Derek Carr. Um, but to start off with, one of the games that won for us, in, or one of the things that won for us in Cleveland, was the running game. When yeah. you got you know inclement weather, cold on the road, what do you want to do? Play defense, run the football, right? Absolutely. And so we had a great day out of Josh Jacobs, uh, broke a hundred yards on the season. And guys, did you know out of the top ten? rushers in the league you want to take a shot at where josh jacobs is uh fourth for close he's seventh seventh, right and considering the names ahead of him are kareem hunt ronald jones todd Gurley, clyde edwards elair dalvin cook and then of course derrick henry king henry there at the top but josh jacobs like that was i was surprised i was like yeah. wow he's he's seventh in the league and in, yeah. in rushing that's it's, pretty it's amazing a, it's a quiet good season so far right man. it sure is man i think too trent brown is one of our most important players he's when the, he's, he's in the there man fan. he blows open you run behind him he blows open the, he push he just moves people and we haven't you know? ha- and we haven't had him Exactly. Or the we've had all yeah. <laughs> five of our starters for like what three snaps? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. seriously, like it wasn't long uh, that we we had all five of our starters. So hopefully we'll get them back soon. Um, before we get into the to the quarterback, I want to hit you guys with one more. So scoring leaders in the NFL are typically what position? Kickers. Kickers, right? Because you know they are all that like every game they're scoring points, right? Yeah. So typically, they're, they're all right. So there's one player in the top ten that's not a kicker, and that's Dalvin Cook. 
is the second highest leading scorer in the league with 72 points because he's got 11 touchdowns already on the league, which is insane. So the rest of these guys are kickers. <laughs> All right. Now, one of ours, not DC4, but DC2 That's right. is on the list. You guys want to take a shot at Mike? You want to guess where he's at on the list? Uh, sixth. Close, man. Good. It's seven. Oh, okay. right. Oh, wow. So well, Daniel Carlson seven. is seventh with sixty-seven points on the uh, in the league. So, so pretty cool there that we he's got. Been good. He's been. He's good. been great. Yeah. So we got our running back is in the top ten in rushing. Our field goal kicker is in the top ten in scoring. And guess what? Our quarterback sure is is in the top ten in rating. Now we talked about this last week, and even though he had a quote down week against the Browns because of all that weather we talked about, he's still fourth. Yeah. Derek Carr is fourth, only behind Russell Wilson, Pat Mahomes, and Aaron Rodgers. Like, you talk about the wow. elite. That's, that's good company. Good company, right? So you talk about the elite of the elite. So I want to ask you this, um, and then we'll get into some stuff specifically about the Browns game. But before we do that, we've seen a change in Derek Carr. We've seen it. You could see it in his overall attitude, yeah, his aggression, his just like I, I, there, a, there's a different – character going on a character shift going on with them um what do you attribute that to because all the things that we were critical of of him can't win an arrowhead can't win in cold weather all these things you know isn't willing to take off and run is like all the he's answering all these questions one after the the other what did anything change or did everything around him change i think it's a combination of both i think the biggest thing is continuity um because whether you want to – I don't really think it's an excuse, but, like, like, in his first, what, half of his tenure with the Raiders, the guy had, like, a different OC or a different yeah. head coach. Like, people don't really understand what that means. Like, imagine learning a new language every season because that's essentially what learning a new offense is. It's different terminology. It's different schemes. So the fact that he's now been with Gruden for a few years now – you can just tell he feels more comfortable. And I can tell, like, before the snap, like, the biggest thing, especially quarterbacks in the NFL, is your pre-snap recognition. If you can tell what the defense is in, you can either, A, keep the play that you called in the huddle, or, B, change it to a play that beats that defense. And and that's really, that's the, that's the it's like a chess match. And that's what I see the most of, out of Derek Carr. He's recognizing what the defense is in and getting into better plays. Now, it doesn't always mean those plays are going to work because you got, got, you know, your tackle might get beat or your receiver slips or so many other factors. But yeah. it's getting out, most of the time, it's getting out of a, a bad play against a good defense and then getting into a good play against that defense. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, so he's making more of the right calls, do you sense? Yeah. I think Gruden, over, you know, this year especially, he's given them almost like, here you go. Like the, uh, this, you're in control. You, um, you know the offense. You know what you're doing, and, and it does help now that he's got the guy, the tools around him. You know, because once their O line finally gets healthy, like they're one of the top five O lines in, in the league. Like without, oh, without yeah, a shot, yeah, without, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they haven't been all. We haven't had everybody together. together this year. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then now you got Rugs who t- who stretches the field vertical, and then you have Renfro and Waller who and, and Jacobs that are sideline to sideline guys. So now like you, you can't just sit in an eight man box with everybody at the line of scrimmage and say, I dare you to throw deep. Cause you have an Aguilar has been a, a huge pickup. Huge. This year. Right. Like, yeah. That, that, yeah. so you have, and that guy's a speech. I didn't realize how fast that guy was. Cause I never watched Philly, but that guy's a burner. Uh, uh, rugs is a burner. So now it's like you, you have to cover deep. It opens up the run game. It opens up all the shallow game. 
So I think it's a combination of continuity and the tools that are, are around him. So do you think that those changes then are the, the external changes in like, is that, do you sense a different mentality in him? Like, or is it just, is it just strictly familiarity? And then, and also in follow up to that, like speak on that because I think you have a unique insight of that. Like how hard is it to learn a playbook? Like it's extremely hard. Okay. Like, like, you know, and, and, and I, and I'm, I'm basing this off of college playbooks. Like NFL playbooks are twice as hard as college playbooks. So if you're having to learn a, a completely new system, new language every single year, like it, 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 like, did you have to like study it? Like at absolutely. night, like, like you're just constantly in the playbook. Cause you hear those terms get floated around a lot. Like, Oh, you gotta be in your playbook. You gotta be like, what does that mean? Does that mean like you're literally with your, I mean, it's pages, it's, like I mean, it's, it's, it's pages. It's watching video to supplement the pages. I mean, it's, it's an ordeal to learn. And, and especially Gruden's. That's what I was saying. Like, Gruden's like playbook Gruden, is thick or it's, it's his terminology is some of the most advanced terminology uh, by any coach in the NFL. So it, it just it, it takes a little while, and then having the pieces around them, you know. And I okay. think I think the other thing too is when Gruden first got there, like they knew they were going to. I think they knew they were going to Vegas, or they were moving anyways, right? Oh, so absolutely. like, yeah. they, they, yeah. what they so you know what they wanted to do was be competitive to take care of the fans in Oakland, but they wanted to hit the ground running when they when they got to Vegas. Like that's what they wanted to do. They did not want to have a brand new stadium. And, and lay, turn in lay a freaking an four and twelve. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So and that's just that's part of the business side of it, you know. But um it's 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 incredibly hard to learn new offenses every year and, and be good at it because he's gotta learn it. But guess what? All the other guys have to learn it too. Right, so it's not yeah, just yeah. about him learning it, it's the other guys recognizing, you know, because there's so many things with receivers like it's 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 route ch- you're changing what route you're running in the middle of the coverage. Because you might think they're in one thing because okay. they're sight reads. So it's like if I'm the quarterback and I know they're in cover three, but they switched to cover two last minute and my receiver thinks it's cover three and now he runs a curl instead of a skinny post, like it's not going to work. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's a lot more complicated, I think, than people think when you're changing offenses every single year. Yeah, and I think and, and is there truth into like the time that we've seen him you know, overthrow a player or we see him like where it looks like, you know, he's just kind of throwing it into the middle of nowhere. He's trusting the play call yeah. and that, that that receiver is on the same page for those changes you just mentioned. And he's not necessarily throwing it blind, but he's throwing to a spot, right? Yeah. So sometimes a throw looks horrible and we're like, what are you doing? Yeah. And it's not but, always him, but sometimes it is. Him. I'm not, I'm not a dare. I'm not going to just stick up for Derek Carr for everything. Cause there's definitely things that he's needed to improve on, which I think he has a lot this year. But um, yeah, it's 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 not always uh you know just just so cut and dry. Yeah, okay. I, I think too when he had those injuries, he was a little gun shy for a while. You know, he, he, had, he I was, I was so at too, that man. game when he broke his leg against the Colts. You were. Yes, it was like man. I mean, that's it, it, it was a bad injury. You know, that was and, rough. Yeah. You know, so and, and whenever like, you have something to to your lower extremities, like let me tell you, like. People start falling. They might not be near you, but they're falling near your feet. Like yeah, three hundred mess- pound guys falling around your yeah, knees it, and ankles. Yeah, it, it messes with you. You know, a little bit. It takes time to get over that stuff. And whether he had the time to get over it or not, like he he luckily did. But you know, sometimes for guys that happens, they get fired, they get canned, or they get benched. You know, I like that. I, the last couple of games I saw him, he was scrambling. Like, yeah, that's, that's you know, a lot the- of times you'd fall down. Like. You know, extend the play a little bit. Well, you know? and, and he definitely did, and I'm glad you brought that yeah. up because we look at his stats here. This is it, and this is where, That's like, great. I That's think great. the mentality of, Der- of Derek Carr is starting to shift a little bit. Um, Derek Carr had 41 rushing yards, uh, 
Let's see. Derek Carr's 41 rushing yards were the fourth most in his career for the Raiders. The only times he had more were against the Texans in 2014, uh, the Cowboys in 2017, and the Packers in 2015. And then uh, his 94 yards so far on the season are the second most in his career, trailing only the 138 he had in 2015 for the Raiders. So that makes sense. He's not afraid. And like, and that one play where he took off and ran for it yeah. and converted that first down, and he's getting up and he's going, "Let's go!" And he's yeah. doing his Derek like the I call it the bear thing, where he's like that. Yeah. Thing he does. <laughs> like that was. That got me fired up, man. I'm Absolutely. like, Let's, like, yes, and it gets everyone else fired up too. That's that's right. on the team, and he can do that. He he's he's more athletic than I think he gets gives himself credit for. I think so too. I just think that he's been so used to, especially at Fresno, like they threw about like 50 times a game. Like that guy wasn't running, but like he, that's part of like that's the part evolution. of the game right yeah. now. Yeah, you know, sometimes the defense is in the right coverage and they're going to cover your guys, and you got to be able to take off and run, and and and, and if you can do that. Now, now you have a whole other dimension to your game. You don't got to be running all over the field like Lamar Jackson and these other guys, but if you can just run the convert these, that third and exactly, six exactly and keep these guys honest, like now what are you going to stop? You can't stop everything. Absolutely right. Well, you know, and that's interesting too because when we look at what the, the in this Browns game. The Browns only had six drives all game versus the Raiders. Now, that's the fewest in any game in the past 30 seasons of Raider football. Wow. The Raiders' time of possession, they had the ball for 37 minutes and 43 seconds and ran 71 plays in that game. Wow. And that's because of, like, granted, yes, that's the defense getting off the field on third down. Yeah. But that's also Derek Carr extending plays and the offense extending plays and staying on the field. And I think that there's a lot of, you know, look, we've been real, real quick to be critical of Derek over the past, really the past year, I would say, where because, you know, you start getting to year six and year seven and you're like, all right, man, like, where's the W's? Yeah. Like, the stats are great. But yep. where's the the numbers in the left column? When can they be more than the col- numbers in the right column? And now that they are, four is better than three, and yep. we got a favorable. Well, fate was still an NFL schedule, yeah. But it looks a lot nicer um, considering what the teams that we're getting ready to go face here uh, on the back half of the season. So really good game there against Cleveland. Um, you know, that's kind of one of those games where it's like, all right, we know they're not the, the Browns aren't the greatest team in the world, and we know that it was inclement weather. We know, but it's still on the road. Yeah. It's still against you know a, certainly a team that's. Put, has the capability huge for the explosive. wild card. Huge for the wild card, man. And this year, there's Amen. an extra wild card team this year. People forget that. We, there's uh, three wild card teams. Seven teams get in this year. So that was huge. Absolutely huge. Absolutely. And those, so those AFC games are huge. It's like, you don't want to lose any of them, of course. But if you're going to lose, yeah, lose to the Buccaneers. Yeah. It's at a conference. It doesn't freaking matter. Win our division games and then win, hopefully win our conference games. And then that will keep us in. That's, that's, a, that's a great call out there, too. All right, uh, let's go ahead and hit a break here, and then we'll get into a little bit of the Chargers game. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. All right, Raider Nation, appreciate you joining us here in Murph's Fan Cave. If you haven't hit the button yet in the chat room, hit the button, man. Hit the like, hit the subscribe. And for those of you that listen to us on the audio version of the podcast, uh, you can uh, please do that as well. Subscribe to us anywhere you find a podcast. Just search Murph's Fan Cave. That is M-U-R-F-S Fan Cave. All right, let's talk a little bit about the Chargers game coming up. So this is cool. Um, we got a really favorable history against this team. Now I know that the the you know the dice have no memory, you know, but uh, I'm a big fan of 
history informing the future, right? Yeah. At least in terms of trends and things. And uh, it's trending very well for the Raiders. Um, the Raiders and Chargers have met uh, 121 times total, and the Raiders have won 65 of those games. Uh, the only one postseason uh, matchup was in January 11, 1981, and the Raiders won that game. Uh, the longest winning streak, Chargers won 13, 13 games against us from 03 to 09. Wow. Remember that? That was Phillips' heyday, Antonio oh, yeah. Gates, like uh, LT. LT. Oh. LT. How man. much do you guys hate LT? Like, oh my god, I'm, he's so uh, good, man. So uh, good. And don't forget his blocker, Lorenzo Neal. I met, I met him at a radio oh, game too. Oh yeah, Lorenzo he does, and he does a lot of radio in the Bay. And he, he's a really nice guy. Oh, absolutely. Another guy with a thick neck, man. <laughs> the, you know, you see these guys. All got the fullbacks the big, got thick necks. Oh, linebacker. Oh, you don't mess with those dudes. Absolutely. You don't want to piss them off. But yeah, so those those Chargers, man, they were a lot to deal with back in the day. But uh, but the Raiders won ten against the Chargers from seventy two to seventy seven. Current win streak, though, this, this is all that counts. Man, we beat them twice in a row. We, beat it, we swept them last year. And, uh, and we all know that L.A. is another home game for the Raiders, man. Yeah. We know that w- what we're going to do when we get down there. And then, of course, anytime – here you go, Raider Nation. And you know this already. If you're a, enough of a Raider fan to listen to this show, you already know this. But anytime your friends that are Chargers fans or anybody you encounter on social media or anything else – the only thing you got to know is three to zero. And that's the amount of Super Bowls that we have won. And that's the amount that they have won. And we've given them how long of a head start. And they still haven't even caught up to us. Right. right. So it's uh, it's all about the Raiders when it comes to the postseason. Uh, in terms of uh, AFC West championships, the Raiders have won more. Uh, they've won 12. The Chargers have only won 10. Wild card berths. And then, of course, Super Bowl appearances. Uh, we beat them. So, all right. So, Mike, let's go to you first. Sure. Um, the Chargers are vulnerable. They got a lot of uh, potential. I think they got a lot. They're going to get better uh, over time. They've lost close games. Justin Herbert looks like to be the real deal, but they got a lot of vulnerabilities. Uh, what do you think? I mean, I know you're a Raider fan. You think they're going to win, but I, I feel, tell I feel, me what you think the Raiders can do this I, I, week. I feel like we got the Chargers number. I feel like we always play pretty well against them, except like you said when you know those that we lost the 13 in a row or whatever. But yeah, the, you got to win these games. I'm actually. I see the, the 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 Chargers and the Denver on the on the schedule. You got to sweep those, you know. But I could see us. I hope we don't drop a game to one of those those teams. Division games. They, you got to win the division nev- games. You never know with those games. They, they can they, go like a, like the Kansas City game a few weeks ago. I mean, who would have thought that? that, that Nobody. Was, <laughs> I was on, on on a cloud nine for like three days. I was walking around the deli, my chest puffed out. I mean, that was awesome. <laughs> we were. I haven't gotten that excited in a long like a, a long time. I Big wins. absolutely. And the Warriors sucked this year, so there's nothing really to get excited about <laughs> for like a year. You know, and we were at my uncle's house. We were high fiving, and it, we were just fired up, man. That was a great game. Oh. That, that bought so much goodwill, I think, oh. for Raider Nate, for the, for not only Carr, but we, for yeah. you know, and, winning a game like that. And then you picked Mahomes off to win the game. We were oh, I was fired up, man. It was beautiful, fired man. Up. That was such a great yeah. game. And you oh. know it. Yeah, and, and I think that was a career defined. We said it going into that game, like this game is going to decide careers because yeah. if 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 the Raiders would they would have ended up with a losing record, I believe at the time, and he would they would have been the whole other thing, like oh Derek Carr can't win in Kansas City, and that was big for him, what yeah, a, was. huge for him. What it if he have went in there and thrown two pick sixes or something exactly. like people kind of I mean the stigma he don't play well in cold weather and all that, like he went to Arrowhead and punked them, man, absolutely. You know? And then now and then now here we go beats Cleveland, and so uh, yeah, so he uh, take that criticism off the. 
list, right? We know that he can do that. We know now we can win on the East time zone, which was a big one for us too, which, which we had trouble Remember doing. that? Yeah. We've been- Remember forever we could not win on the Eastern <laughs> seaboard. Well, 100%. now we beat Carolina. Yeah. yeah. Guess what? Now we can win on those in that time zone. So it's like, there's so many things that are getting answered this, this, uh, this season. Now that said, and your great point, you got to beat the Chargers twice. You got to beat the Broncos twice. To. That puts to. us at eight wins, and then we only got to find a couple more in there. Exactly. And we're a playoff team. Do you think, Jeff, like how big is this game against the, I mean, they're all big because it's the NFL, but like, yeah. you know, you got an up and coming kind of Charger team here, I, right? They are up and coming, and they got some good pieces, but we, ha- we have to win. We have to win this game. I mean, because it's one of those games where you're like, this is, a, this is a should win game. You know, we should win this one. But, you know, you don't want to show up not ready or, or overlook this to the next week, and then you let one go. So they just got to come out and do it, you know, do what they've been doing the last two weeks. I mean, just, just keep to. it going. What do, you, what do you do as a, as a guy that once upon a time was a young quarterback in a new program? What do you do to shake up Justin Herbert? Put pressure on him? Period? You have to. I mean, you got to put pressure on him. That's been kind of, you know, one of our, our uh, areas that we need to improve on. And that's what I mean, a lot of guys don't like Paul Gunther. But when he was good in Cincinnati, that front four got pressure. When you can get pressure up with your front four, your defense is going to be good, and we can't do that. So, you know, we, we have to get pressure. And, and like we were talking in the deli two weeks ago, s- send the house. Young guy, put pressure right up the middle, right in his face so he can't step up in the pocket he can't see. And that's especially with young guys, and they want to run around. And, and he, he's somewhat athletic, but he's, he's, he's not be able to run He's more of a it. pocket guy. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So put pressure right up the middle on him. Send double A gap blitzes and let him see if he can figure out the, what the coverage is behind it. Love it, man. And uh, how cool is it to see that the Raiders, you know, Gruden said coming out of the, um, uh, oh gosh, what was the game that, that we, oh God, the Buccaneers game. He was like, you know, we're going to make some changes on defense. It's going to happen. Some people speculated it was getting out of the country. Right? I mean, brought they brought a they, lot of extra. Just they did exactly what you said they needed yeah. to do. All of a sudden, we got Abram coming off the edge. Exactly. You got, got to. You got to. You what, got to and, if, and if Abram doesn't jump offside, that's a sack. Like he's yeah. blowing up Baker in that thing, right? I, you know, I, I, I love Jonathan Abram. That guy just fires me up. Isn't man. he like such a harken to the old school Raiders? He is. Man? He, is he like, wears the old school jersey with, with the, the sleeves, with the shaggy yeah. sleeves, and everything. Yeah, I, I love. I love it, man. The guy, he's the, the best. The, guy's, man. the kid's a stud. Is he your favorite new of the new crop of Raiders? I, I mean him. I mean you got Waller, Hunter, Renfrew. You know, there's there's so many. Max, I really Josh like what they do. Like oh, yeah. Mad Max. Come on, man. Like you think of all our young. Like we I need th- Cleveland Farrell to wake up. He needs to make a play. You know what? I love the fact that he's such a run stopper, but that's not why we drafted him at number four overall. We drafted him to get to the freaking quarterback. It's it's not, but he's got to to figure that out. He's got to figure it out. Like a fumble or something. He needs to, like, strip sack or something. Something. Yeah, and I think, too, you know, sometimes, not all the times, but him and they switch it up. They double him, and then they double Max on It seems to be on on passing downs. Really? Absolutely. From what I see, yeah. So, you know, when you're getting so that's where we need Hankins or somebody like that. If you're a DN and you're getting double, that means two other at least two other guys are one on one. And those guys got to win. Mo Hurst needs to win win the one on one. Those guys has to get it. Or you send Morrow or Littleton or somebody else to to blitz that. I'm all about sending the fast guys on blitzes. Like linebackers are great, you know, but we don't really have any like speedster like linebacker Littleton's probably it but he's, he's not even coverage. crazy yeah, fast yeah. yeah you know it's like send Abram send that guy's Abram. a wild card dude send that guy he could, he's, he's a ball hawk ball hawk send, send a corner you know on the short side of the field or something like send those guys because those guys are they're going to get to the quarterback faster 
And most of the times you don't see those guys. Right. And they're sure tacklers. Like we know that. Exactly. Like our secondary guys are good tacklers. And I, and so, and even speaking of that, and to go back to the, to last week, even though we're talking about the Chargers game here, to go back to last week, how beautiful was Joyner's hit on oh freaking Landry in the end zone, where, man? Where has he been, man? I remember seeing him on Hard Knocks a couple years ago. He was like the best slot corner. He was a baller, but... Yeah, he needs to do that. Well, you know, they you had know? him as a safety in, in Los Angeles for the yeah. Rams. Yeah. And they and they said, Well, he's such a great slot corner, we're just gonna make him exclusively a slot corner. But there might there's a lot to be said to have him playing off the ball, man, right? Yeah. Have him play deep in the backfield because dude's making plays back there. That I like awesome. the joiner Abram I do safety too. team, right? I you do too. too. I, I love both those guys back there. Maybe that's maybe that's where he feels more comfortable. It's all about putting guys in comfortable where they're comfortable. Put them in the best position they can to exactly. be successful. Exactly. Absolutely. Don't try to force them into a box. Let them do what they do exactly. well. Exactly. We'll find somebody else to cover the slot, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So good stuff there. You guys got any final thoughts about the Chargers game? You got any, we don't typically do predictions, but give me just like an overall thought, Mike, on the game coming up. Is it? Are we at home or on the road? Well, we're in Los Angeles, so yeah, we're at home. So we're at home. You know, another, 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 here's another thing too. I've noticed some of these games when the stadiums are completely empty. You know, I, I saw a stat actually: team, games that were in stadiums with fans. You know, like the record. I don't know. It's just it's just, it's so this season's so hard to predict. Um, I say I say the, I say the Ra- Raiders beat them 31-17. I'm with that. I'm with that. I and I think you know what? And I frankly. You know, I don't think that Derek Carr is some, like, fragile little being or something. I'm not speaking in those terms. But I think that considering – you guys have been to games in Oakland. You've seen it when Derek struggles, what Oakland fan does. Yeah. It gets ugly real quick. Yeah. Language that I won't use on this show. Right? I think that when you look at the times that that he has struggled – or just the team, I won't pin it all on him – that no fans in the stands, I think it does him a lot of good. Because maybe, for, for, maybe think for, about that, for like car, think, I think it does. That's what I'm saying. Like, think yeah. about that Saints game. Yeah, like it could have got ugly on him real quick early on. Yeah, but it didn't. Well, one thing you I, know? I really liked about the team this year is it's happened twice now. We get down you, in the years past. Casey, we're down. It's over. Right? It's over. They come back. They have they have an ability to come back they and keep, they keep fighting. If we can just get a, a, you know, and I think that's a, that's a character there. thing, and I think that that's just been built off the last couple of good drafts build a, we build had. The culture too, right? high character guys. I mean, look at all. I mean, he lo- he obviously loves Clemson, which those guys, those guys are prime. They time. know how to win, but they also like. They know how to do things the right way, you know? And I think that's, uh, you know, you, you see that in situations where we do get down. It's like, no, we're not out of this. Like, let's, let's, we just got to pick it up. Let's keep going. All right, so yeah. this is great. So this is great stuff. And we're going to get in the sea of fans here in just a second. But since you brought that up, I want to ask you about that. Talk to me about the importance of, okay, so in Alabama, you got Nick Saban, right? Yeah. Former, former pro coach and obviously probably the greatest uh, college, college coach. coach ever, right? How important is that? Or, or you could even say, of course, Dabo hasn't, you know, coached in the NFL, but he's right behind Nick, at least in terms of recent history for Absolutely. greatest coaches. Talk to me about that, the importance of that coaching to set you up for success when you do go to the next level. How much of that is actually going on at the college level before they even draft these guys? Because you're right, they become Raiders, and these guys are immediate contributors, they're immediate leaders, they're immediate, like, like they get it. Like, there's no... Um, acclimation period for them to become pros. Yeah. Right? They kind of hit the ground running. Absolutely. Yeah, well, I think I think it's just, in my opinion, in anything you do in life, there's a right way to do it and there's a wrong way to do it. Like, and especially when it comes to football, like, these guys are showing these guys, this is how you're going to do it or you won't be here. So all of those guys know at Clemson and Alabama and these top programs is the, the, the model of success. 
and a lot of a lot, I mean a lot of coaches like, da- like Davos took in a lot of stuff from Sabin, like over oh yeah, over, yeah, over yeah. the years. You know what I'm saying? So like, there's obviously a recipe to 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 the good cooking. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's like you. you in my, that's just my opinion, especially when it comes to football. Like you do things the right way, it's going to set you up for the next for the next phase. And these guys don't know anything else, you know. And, it, and not saying that guys from other colleges aren't successful, but if it, you just you have a higher probability of those guys, in my opinion, working out in the long run than taking a, a, a shot at a guy from like SMU or you know what I, you right. know what I mean. Or even if like, and, and I think to your point too, like say, and I'm not picking on that's this school or that player. But like, if you're Randy Moss at Marshall, yeah, like you're clearly the best player on that team. Exactly. Like there is no threat to your job. Yeah. But when you're Josh Jacobs at Alabama, right. Or you're Henry Ruggs at Alabama, like you got how many other great players that are ahead of you behind you? Like there are other guys on that team. So it forces you to be great Yeah. because if you're not great, somebody's taking a spot. CD lamb will be exactly not CD lamb, but who's, um, Jerry Judy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yes, absolutely. So that's, that's good insight there. All right. So great stuff. Uh, appreciate you Raider nation. Appreciate the chat room in there. Uh, appreciate you joining us for episode 183 of Raiders fan radio. Let's go ahead and jump in to the sea of fans mailbag. If I can find the button here, this, this is where Mosh would play this at Hit me. The button. Just press the damn button nerd. All right. <laughs> Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied, he's thrown. It is. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages situations. All right, appreciate you jumping in here. Chat room, Coach Davis, Ron the Mater Raider, Raider Critique, Raider Joker, Raider Flash. Uh, Kill Yadas is in there. Kevin the Raider Nerd. What's up, Kevin the Raider Nerd? Uh, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider is in there. I appreciate all of you joining us. John Torres for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio. All right, so... Less of us and more than you is a good thing. And so we're going to jump into the Sea of Fans mailbag and, uh, and hear from you, Raider Nation. So you can contact us one of two ways. The first way is to uh, email us. That is at show, S-H-O-W, at RaidersFanRadio.com. And if you leave a, uh, uh, an email an indefinite amount of times, uh, we will refer to you as a made man or a made woman. Or you can also call the show. That is at 909-345-3346. And uh, leave us a message. And if we play your message three times on the show, you become a made man or a made woman. So we got two emails tonight. You guys, One of you guys want to read one of these? You I'll want to read, take I'll, a shot at the emails? I'll read one. Okay, there you go. That's, that's one of your buddies there from uh, their fellow Californian there. One of the Mangus. The Manguses, yeah. Well, according to Uncle Mosh, 
One guy. One guy. One guy. Two names. I don't know. I saw. I saw. I've seen some pictures. There's two of them. I think. Photoshop. Right. All right. Ready to go? Yeah, man. Go for All it. Right. Dear RFR, four and three feels amazing. Great win by the Raiders. Before I get into the game, prayers up for Trent Brown. Scary situation. Happy to hear oh. he's out of the hospital. It could be. It could have been much worse. Now onto the game. PG called a good game. Six points. Zero TD. Enough said. The offense was productive. DC did well handling the elements, and Renfro is a beast. Henry Ruggs was also robbed from his second TD of the season, but that's okay. He'll get it against the Chokers. <laughs> Speaking of the Chokers, <laughs> later up next. This is it, Raider Nation. Our next three games are against the division, and if we want to be taken seriously in the division, we have to take care of business. KC, we're coming for your ass. Peace out, Raider Nation. <laughs> Daniel Mangus. All right, Daniel Mangus from Fremont, California. So the, he's one of the, the two made twins that we have here And Raiders Fan Radio. Appreciate you, Daniel. All right, next up, our, uh, our guy. So this guy, Mike, is uh, he's from Shropshire, England. Really? Yeah. Okay. And Englishman. It, <laughs> an Englishman, that's right. And it is, uh, it is west of Birmingham. England. Okay. So because it's west of Birmingham, when we're in our country, west of Birmingham is Mississippi. So he is Paul from Shropshire, Mississippi. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I like it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, here we go. And he's the king of the emailers around here. Good. Evening, everybody. Hope you all are well. Another week goes by and another RFR Live to keep us sane. I don't think there's been much happening in the States over the last few days, so it's good to have some football talk. Yeah, nothing's going on around here um, other than us watching who gets, who, who do we got? Who's Nevada and Arizona are in play. Uh, what a great win we picked up last Sunday. Life is easier to deal with when the Raiders pick up a W. It wasn't the prettiest game, but it was a solid and hard fought, and a win is a win. We saw some excep- exceptional performances, but I have to make a special mention for our QB. DC was awesome. We knew he had it in him, and finally we're seeing the DC we know and love. This was a real clutch win. In spite of the horrendous weather and corrupt officials, we needed our leader to see us home, and DC was the man. I never thought I'd see rushing stats of 6 for 41 from him, which included an 18-yarder as well. One word of caution, though, fella. Slide at the end of our run. Don't keep going head first. That's an accident waiting to happen. I guess the conversation from some will be, why hasn't he been doing it like this before? But, uh, but he is right this minute, uh, and I don't care about that. So we're competing, moving in the right direction, and we're seeing the QB we wanted to see. We can trust him again, as long, and it long may continue. Now that we've navigated the early season uh, schedule from hell to the things are becoming real. The upcoming games are all there for the taking, including three divisional matchups. Absolutely. The Chargers and the Donkeys won't threaten us, and Kermit and the Muppets of Missouri come to Vegas. The Muppets. (laughs) (laughs) I love that word. (laughs) They don't bother me either with their plastic kingdom and fat of the week reigning champion. (laughs) The Falcons... The guy that put the F in KFC. Uh, the Falcons and Jets are next in line, and they're so bad they should be moved to the a- NFC least. Yeah, right? Yeah. The, that's how bad is that when, the, when you could win the NFC East with three games? What a joke. Oh, my gosh. Um, then we have the guy I hate most in the NFL. Philip, honey, shall we build an extension so we can have another litter of rivers? All the way from his Indianapolis <laughs> child farm. <laughs> not gonna happen Rivers. save your airfare and your energy for something you're good at so there you have it i see nine and four at least after those games and maybe even ten and three us too paul um the only thing that can stop us is ourselves and maybe a corrupt official or two 
I stand to be corrected on, speaking of that, Henry Ruggs scored a freaking touchdown. That was a, that t- was a touchdown, I, I saw man. green. I saw green between the toe and the white. That's all like, I know. Like, come on, man. I, that was a the touchdown. The NFL's hated the Raiders for oh, here, since, oh. since they came in, man. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Like, I know we got favorable calls later in that game, but it's unreal. Like, it, even in the games that we're getting favorable calls, we're still getting jobbed. It's, it's terrible. It's crazy. Don't, don't we have a lot less penalties this year, though? Have you noticed? We haven't had a lot of well, penalties. Well, we do, especially the first, what was it, three games? Yeah. Like, we were, yeah, like, we one have. of the lowest in the league, and then we had five or yeah. something against remember, the Patriots. Remember, we used but... to have 12 to 15 a game. Occasionally. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 That's yeah, another yeah. You think we've improved Absolutely. on, Absolutely. Those are killers, oh, man. God. Those are killers. Yeah, they are. Um, all right, uh, let's see. I stand to be correct in all the above. I could be shot down in flames as early as Sunday. It is the Raiders, after all. But my confidence is getting close to preseason levels, and I see playoffs on the horizon. I think so, too. Yeah. I, I, don't, I think anything short of the playoffs is a failure for us. Absolutely. This, at this point. At this point, at 4-3, and three, considering the gauntlet we just ran through. Yeah. I think and looking at who we got ahead. I saw the other day, supposedly, we have the easiest schedule the rest of the way, like based on the records. When's the last time that's happened? They always uh, job us on the schedule. I know, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, good call, man. So yeah. I, I think we're, we're, we're looking good, Paul. Um, and that's not fandom talking. I think that's objectively we can look at and say, look, this is pretty looking pretty good for the Raiders. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, but <laughs> Paul goes on to say he's Raider drunk, though, and he doesn't care. Uh, I apologize to everyone in advance if I've jinxed it. <laughs> 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 More ways than one, hopefully, as we yeah. enjoy our time here in a fan cave. Um, got it. Uh, 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 I apologize to everyone in advance if I jinxed anything and we tank for the next month. I'm going to lie down and calm myself before our trip to L.A. Incidentally, we've officially and unofficially named our stadium in Vegas, but what's the name for our stadium in Los Angeles? <laughs> <laughs> a crappy airline, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Allegiant? It's like, what's better, Allegiant or Spirit? You ever flown Spirit Airlines? No, I never flown oh, Spirit. Oh, God. It's, it's, it's a joke. Is it's, it? Yeah, it's terrible. I got stuck there one time. It, w- it was such a hassle. We ended up driving all the way back from Vegas, like 12 hours, rented a car. We, you know, we, had, to, we had to argue with them for two hours just to get, a re- get our money back. Yeah. Oh South, stick gosh. with Southwest. <laughs> I know the Southwest flight from Nashville to Vegas is nice, man. It is yeah. nice. Four hours, man. You're up and down. Absolutely. Five minutes from the freaking casinos, man. It's perfect. I'm getting excited right now, man. I'm, 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 me too. I'm ready to go back, man. <laughs> right? I'm ready to go back. Um, all right, if we go finally this week at the end of the at the end of at the time of writing, we've done nothing before the trade deadline, which is a little disappointing. I was hoping for an edge rusher or a linebacker. A best wishes shout out to Trent Brown. And, and let me let me pause there too. Uh, and Daniel said it earlier uh, as well in the last email. I was taking shots at Trent Brown right away when I heard that he wasn't going to be available. What, yeah. ha- what happened exactly? I kind of missed that. I heard that, and, and I don't know, I think it's a little bit of speculation still, or at least not confirmed story, but he was getting an IV pregame yeah. and yeah. air got into his bloodstream. Yeah, which Whoa. Is which is incredibly dangerous. Incredibly, right? And yeah. so major prayers what, up and thankfully and what happened to Tyrod Taylor earlier this year he got his lung puncher what, what's up lung puncher. what's up with these guys man I'm telling you they, come on yeah quick, quick, quick side note story so I, I broke ribs at MTSU and, and they had to give me quarters on like shots in my ribs yeah and before they they have to like tell you they say I could miss and puncture your lungs like I by, I, by law have to tell you that oh my so, gosh no yeah, way that's like, that's like a legitimate thing Wow. Because there's not there's not much there. There's not a lot of meat. There's not what they're trying to. How shoot. deep do they go in? I mean, not very deep because you just got cartilage in between your ribs. So, yeah. but if they go too far or they you know miss or something, and they could, that that's a legitimate thing. Did you know about that before they told you? No, I had no idea. So you're I was going like the, ah! I was at I was at the the orthopedic, and he goes, "I just got to tell you this. Like I could miss." 
and puncture your lung, and then, you know, we'll handle it from there. But <laughs> I said, hey, I said, Doc, have you ever missed before? He goes, not yet. I said, all right, well, I'll take it. <laughs> oh my it's almost gosh. like Pulp Fiction when he shoves his yeah, knee yeah, over yeah, 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 yeah. That's dangerous, man. I, my, my, my favorite part of that scene was when he goes, you just take it, and you go like this. And he goes, you mean I got to hit her three times? And he goes, no, 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 just once, but you got to drive it down in there. Very intense. Oh, my gosh, that's crazy, man. That's... That, Dude, how painful is that when you get your ribs busted up like that? It's one of the most painful things I've ever experienced. Uh, because every move you make, every breath you take, it expands and contracts your ribs. So there's not like there's, there's nothing you can do other than get a shot shot in your butt. Uh, it numbs it for about three <laughs> hours. And then you go to sleep. You wake up the next morning, and it's like 20 times worse. Oh, But it's no. just got to heal on it. It's got to heal on it its own. It takes a while to heal. It takes did a did long somebody time. fall on you, or was it a yeah, hit? Yeah, I, got, or was I it? got hit, and a, like a 300-pound lineman was like on top of me. So it just, it just compressed, compressed my whole body like so much that it just cracked the cartilage and, oh. and cracked part of the rib. And it's, like I said, there's not much you can really do. Oh my gosh, man! That's that's why you know we all and, love and sports, just, but not all of us are cut out to be quarterbacks. And, and, and it just heals on its own. It's, it, there's nothing. There's yeah, you can't you like can do. Ice, ice it a little bit in the beginning to reduce swelling, and then it's just got to heal on its own. Damn. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. But uh, yeah, so anyway, so go back to it. Much uh, much respect to to Trent. Bra- yeah. Sorry. I, 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 you know, sorry. I was, I, I was taking a shot at you because you weren't available. I didn't know that it was not your fault and not something serious Jeez, like that. I know what a jerk, but I was far from the only, <laughs> I can't tell you the amount of deleted tweets and sorry tweets that went out to, to Trent Brown. But like, we were a little, you know, like, I'm, I was, I was with you. I was just like, can this guy like, get on the field I'm like, or what? what the heck, man? Like he was supposed well, to be he there. Got, he got COVID the week before and almost screwed everything up. Well, right? that's where yeah. that, and that's what kind of started that whole thing. And then yeah. all of a sudden he wasn't out. He was out again. Luckily it wasn't an outbreak. I you thought know? we were going to be like the replacements. Our whole starting line was out. <laughs> <laughs> they were gonna have to get the old guys that are like off the side, you know, off the streets working yeah. at the Safeway or Kroger. Or they'd be calling, they'd be calling you, uh, yeah, calling you Mike and going like, "Hey, yeah. what was your brother's number?" In it? <laughs> you can find him at Domenico's, Tennessee, man. Here's the number. <laughs> all right, let's see. All right, uh, best out to Trent Brown. Uh, all right, and uh, oh, hey, look at here you go, and a QB Jeff and tied to Raider. Ta-da, Raider. Can you please refrain from talking about the gorgeous food at Domenico's? <laughs> Tida is even sending me photos. That's um, great. It's bad enough I have to come to terms with never seeing a Reuben in real life. Now I have to hear of the Laney special with hot pastrami bacon and sourdough bread. You're killing me. I swear if I lived close enough, I'd have a loyalty card. Stay safe. RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi. Polly Award winner 2019. Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020. BRT Sizzler scorekeeper. Proud made man and five time, five time, five time, five time. winner. Of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Paul! 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 Hello. Paul. Hello. Paul. Paul. I met him with Paul. Who? Paul. Paul. Yes, Paul. Paul's not here. Hey, Paul. Paul. Uh, hi. I'm Paul. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the. 
Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thank you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so we're doing drink orders here in the pancake. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a drinker. Mike's the heck of a bartender, man. I got, I got to tell you, man. Good job, Mike. Uh, thank you for that. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. I miss, I miss it, man. I know, right? Absolutely. Uh, all right. Uh, there we go. Yeah, we're doing a little, our little, uh, a little tailgating here. <laughs> in the pan cave there. All right. So uh, appreciate all of you joining us tonight. All right. So next up, we're going to get to the voicemails. And so we always kick off our voicemails, which is 909-345-3346. Call the show, please. If you've never called before, so many of you in the chat room, we've never heard your voice. We always read your words, but uh, definitely give us a call sometime, man. 909-345-3346. And if we play your message three times on the show, you become a made man excuse me, or a made woman. Uh, like, uh, we have a lot of made women out there. We have uh, Michelle Sweat out there. We have uh, ha- um, um, uh, Queen Haley in Scotland. And then we even have, like, like, like made women like my Max, like my boo. She don't, she don't uh, say a lot in the chat, but every once in a while she'll pop in there. So uh, appreciate all the made women and, uh, and, and each and every one of you that support us here by calling the show. So anyways, let's go ahead and jump into uh, the voicemails. And we always start it off with a call from the Capo. And he is Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. We interrupt this selection coverage in order to provide you the following call by Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. Greetings, Don Murph, Consiglary Marsh, on the boss, Sonny, Sergeant Arms, the Sizzler, Big Raider Trucker, Mojo from When the Universe Speaks, Ramon the Mean King, Swag Jeff, Ron the Mater Raider, Nation. You know, the Raiders' offensive line continues to uh, be uh, a patchwork of the walking wounded. I mean, how many games we have to have missed by Richie Incognito or Trent Brown? But enter Denzel Good who continues to fill in for his teammates admirably. Let's talk about the game that he put in, you know, this past Sunday against those uh, Cleveland Browns. You know, the former seventh-round pick has played you know, 465 you know, snaps during his career and has only allowed just one sack. You know, Good has only committed three penalties, which is admirable for us. Uh, his ability to play both guard and tackle makes him invaluable to Chucky. Pro Football Focus uh, graded him out as a 64.9 as a run blocker last week. Pretty damn good. Despite being the run blocking anchor, I mean, Good has proven to be, you know, uh, not just a one-trick pony. In fact, PFF pointed out via Twitter that, you know, he only gave up one uh, QB pressure. Now, Gruden, you know, went so far as to credit him as the unsung hero of the game. Good had a 90.8 grade for his run blocking, which also happened to rank third of all NFL guards that played in Week 8. Kudos, my man. Now, on a cold, windswept Sunday, November 1st, upon Lake Erie, Derek Carr continues to exercise his past demons. Now, the Raiders are 4-3, and three, but, you know, it should not go without noticing. And getting back to good for a second, um, they gave Josh Jacobs 31 carries, and he turned that into 128 yards and converted five of six third downs. And I wish we had converted one of those third downs against the Bucks, but I digress. Tuesday was election day, and we saw the trade deadline come and go, and we did nothing. Now, keep in mind, we still need to sign a safety some damn where, because you know what? Eric ain't getting it back there. 
Now, Clay Matthews, who's an edge, Sam Atcho, who's an edge, Cameron Wake, Earl Thomas, Ha-Ha Clinton Dix, I keep on banging that one, middle linebacker Wesley Woodyard, uh, Kentrell Bryce, Morgan Burnett, Eric Reed, they're all out there. The hit list will remain the same, and you know what? I'm going to give everybody a pass. But Ice Cube and Mike Dicka, don't get too comfortable. You're still on it. This goes out to the main men. I'm Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, and I approve this message. Ruth. <laughs> Appreciate you, Aaron, the Q Dog Raider. And you know he's, it's he's uh, great. Were you were you surprised the Raiders didn't make a move at the trade deadline? A little bit, but I think it just I think it just shows that they they like what they got. They they, they trust who they got, and I think and I kind of agree with them. You know, I think it, who are you gonna? I mean, you're not gonna be able to get anybody for the defensive side of the ball. You have to give up too much. So I think yeah. uh, I, I I'm okay with it. You know, I think if we can get our old line back healthy. We're we're gonna we're gonna do we got some enough, real damage. We got enough pieces to do it. How about how so. about you, Mike? Any 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 position that you would have liked to have seen addressed? I mean, not really. I mean, you know, we got to hold on to our draft picks. I mean, if we had a major injury, somebody went down, I could see it. But I, I like I think too. We have a lot of guys that could step up. Like I was talking about Pharrell, or maybe Abram starts taking off, or Littleton. He hasn't done too much. You know, uh, they just gotta start making some plays. If they yeah. can start forcing some turnovers. That's it, man. And they got to. It starts with the pressure up front. They got to get pressure yeah. up front. F to the E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L. It ain't furl. All right, uh, all right. So appreciate Aaron the Q Dog Raider, man. I appreciate you holding it down for the made men and the made women. All right, let's jump into some more voicemails. Uh, guy we hadn't heard from in a long time. This is uh, he's got his own YouTube channel and, and uh, checks in with us every once in a while. This is the Raider Critique. What's going on, Murph? Uncle Mosh. Swag Jeff, this is the Raider Critique, also known as Raider Gun. And I'm coming at you guys after the humiliating loss that we suffered to the Buccaneers. Now, of course, I'm... Okay, so a couple of the, the first two or three voicemails were before the game, before the Browns game, so going back a couple gotcha. of weeks. So. It's been a little late, and also, you know, not very... I haven't been very good at keeping up with all of y'all. Uh, you know, you guys see me in the chat room, you see me talking with y'all and whatnot, but I haven't called in. Figured I might as well go ahead and call in at least once this season to voice my displeasure of the defense and the defensive play calling. Watts Raider is completely right when he says that these coaches are lackluster. In the way that they do their play calling, it is very pedestrian. Paul Gunther, especially Forrest Gunther, and the way he calls his Forrest plays. Gunther. <laughs> he tried to use the same scheme. And the same, just the, the, the way that he ran the defense, it was almost like we were still playing Patrick Mahomes when it was Tom Brady back there. You can't give that guy that much time to throw the ball and expect to be able to beat it. Now, what I don't understand is why we hold on to that fat bastard. <laughs> because he's never had a good defense, not even in the time when he was in Cincinnati. Tell us how you and really feel, Cortina. Montez Burbank, Pac-Man Jones, uh, Carlos Dunlap, you name him, he had him. And they still couldn't get their defense into a top-ten defense. And we see him doing the same thing with our beloved Raiders as of now. When is John Gruden and Mike Mayock and Mark Davis going to finally cut ties with this guy? Let him go. 
and bring somebody in here who actually knows what they are doing. I understand we want to have a defensive coordinator who runs a hybrid-style defense, but Forrest Paul Gunther obviously is not the right choice. Hey, anyway, man, you guys run an excellent show. You run an excellent podcast. I love everything that you guys are doing. Keep it up, guys. This is the Raider Critique, man. I'm out. All right, appreciate you, Critique. Appreciate you checking in. And, you know, I kind of go back and forth. Like, sometimes I'm all about that, like, let's get rid of him. But then at the same time, I'm like, you, there's a lot to be said for continuity, though, too. And you can't just run off coaches. Gonna, I was just going to say that. I don't think, like, we're we're in the thick of this. Like, we're in the hunt. Like, what do we get out of completely changing the scheme and everyone on the defense has to learn something new or a version of what they're running now? Like, yeah, is, has Gunther or, or our players who are on the field like done a great job? Not necessarily, but I think we got to stick with what we got right now. Like, it would we're, be foolish to get rid of him. Right I, now. I think so. It's if, not, you, if, it's you not the right him, if you want to can him, wait till after the season. Exactly. Like we we have a shot to make the playoffs. Let's let's keep going with, and just keep improving and figuring out ways to to make things work on defense rather than like let's just fire him and now. We got somebody else trying to. Inst- you Unless know. you got somebody really good to take his place. And well, they got Marinelli, yeah. but here's the thing: is oh, it like that's true. it's that's like true. we figured out a way to beat Drew Brees. We yeah. figured out a way to beat Pat Mahomes. It's like it's not like we haven't figured out ways to be competitive. Even and like even if you look at the Tampa Bay game, yeah. like with 11 minutes left, aside from blowing it on third and 13 on a checkdown, yeah, like we're we're in, that, we're game in that game. But like, but but uh, let me ask you this, Mike. Yeah, you know. I think if you're going to be critical, like as a, as a fan, I'm not telling you how to be a fan. You be a fan however you want. But my my mind, if we're going to be critical of of uh, making the wrong move, it's not so much in leaving Gunther in power. I think it might be the hiring of Marinelli because it, when we look at what Coach Buckner did with the defensive line, they were balling out last year. They were, and now Is they're he gone? Str- he's gone. Huh? He's gone. He went, and I don't, I don't remember what team he ended up with. But they brought in Marinelli because Marinelli was the bigger name. Sure. Gruden had a history with him, yeah. you know. And you see the influence that it, like it's brought in like Cowboys players and all that kind of stuff. But like I feel like that was probably the misstep, if anything. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, getting rid of Buckner. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think. Like you said, though, they probably went for that big name. Wasn't he the defensive coordinator of the Cowboys the last couple of years? That's exactly years? right, yeah. So, I and mean, he's maybe, been a head coach in the league. Maybe you they know brought him I mean? in as an insurance policy. I don't know. That's um, kind of what I thought, too, yeah. But, you know, sometimes these these position coaches, like, they might have a little connection with the certain players. And right. It's like, okay, so they can remember the Niners. Remember Jim Tom Sula? And they made yes. him the head coach, and he, like, farted when he was doing the interview, <laughs> right? And, like, he was kind of the clown, right? But that guy is an incredible D-line coach. You know, uh, I think he's with another team now, but yeah, I don't know. I felt like Buckner had he was a kind of a younger guy. I remember him playing yeah. not too long ago. Yeah, and, he was playing for the freaking you know, Panthers. I sometimes yeah. these, you know, he's a younger coach. Maybe he can. can I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't like that move. I, I think it's a combination of a few things. Every player, like you have a good season, you're you are now on the the notice list. Like Max Crosby is uh, coming into the oh, season is okay. now like okay. We got to know where Max Crosby is at all times, especially on passing downs. Like it's very, uh, it's very down by down in the NFL. Like they know what they're calling. Like passing downs. Like that guy's getting blocked by the tackle and getting chipped by the running back or a tight end now. So where last year he was on a lot of one and ones. So right, you know, right. it's just it's. I think it's a combination of he probably did have a good rapport with Buckner, and I like I've always like I thought he did a great job last year. I thought he was awesome, man. He was yeah. great on Hard Knocks too. Exactly, he was. You could see his personality. But yeah. one of the things too that I think is interesting, and I think don't does or doesn't get talked about enough, and you can speak to this, is that 
and and we've heard this from Pete Cox, and we've heard this from a lot of our uh, you know guys that have played in the league and, and and have been in high levels of football. Your position coach is way more valuable to you as is in terms of direct impact as a player than your head coach, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. No, hundred percent. I mean, as far as what you're learning and the scheme, like it all fits together because there's certain techniques you teach if you're playing in a certain defense and like what your roles are, what your responsibilities are. So, you know, I just, you know, I, I don't think now's the time to get rid of now's the time not to do it. I just think that's a bad move. I think it's, you know, let's keep what we got. Let's try and fix the areas that we can improve on. I think the best thing is we're not getting pressure with our front four straight up. Let's bring other guys. Cause he was like, I think Gunther, our defense was like the least blitzing defense in the league, or we're in the like the bottom three or something. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And, and, like, and also la- the lowest in sacks. Exactly. You know I mean? yeah. In the last game, I heard, I can't remember who was calling the game, but they were like, they have blitz significantly more than they have all season. It's like, we need to continue to do that. And I Get, think that's Gruden's hands on. I think, I think that's so. Gruden going, he all needs right, to do that, en- yeah. enough, enough, let's, 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 send let's go. If you're going to, well, because you made a, a great point when we were at the deli chatting about this. You're like, look, if you're going to get scored on, if you're going to lose, then freaking send the house. Like, go, what's go the difference? Go down swinging at least. Go it, down swinging. Absolutely. Exactly. Make them beat you. Yes. With absolutely. pressure on their in their face. Absolutely. Good stuff there, guys. All right. Next up, let's get to our buddy Dave in the three three zero. This is uh, just before the Browns game. What's up, Moss Murph, Swaggy J, Raider Nation, the Made Man? It's Dave out here in the three three zero Ohio, and it is Saturday, the day before. The Raiders game, it is also Halloween, so and I see people walking around in costumes. I don't know if they're trick-or-treating or if they're Raiders fans, but <laughs> either way, they're going to have a good time. Um, I'm fortunate enough that I'm going to the game tomorrow. I've got a good friend that has season tickets who called me up and is going to take me out there. So nice. we're going to hang out, have a good time, watch the game. Hopefully we come out victorious. I know they're the Browns, but they're dangerous. They're dangerous like we're dangerous. We can do what we want one day and then crap the bed the next day. I mean, they can put up a bunch of points. They've got a suspect defense, too. So let's see what we can do there. I think we come out victorious, but I need Carr to show me he can do another thing he's never done before, and that's win a game that I attend. (laughs) <laughs> because the Raiders have never won a game when I'm in attendance, and that's kind of sad. Not sad enough that I'm going to stay home and think that's going to make a difference. Come on, Dave, take one for the team. Thing, right? but, uh, <laughs> you know, prove me wrong. Win that game. Prove you can win when I'm in the stands. It worked, it worked for you when you said they can't win in Arrowhead. So let's see them, let's see them come up here. Last time I watched them up in Cleveland was uh, – I can't remember the year, but Charlie Fry was our quarterback, so we had their hand-me-down quarterback. That was great, and it was freezing, and we lost. So tomorrow's going to be cold. It's going to be rainy. Carr has, all joking aside, a chance to prove he can play in cold, crappy weather. So let's go, Raiders. Let's get that W against these Browns. All right, good stuff there from Dave in the three three zero, and we hear from Dave uh, in another couple of calls. We hear from him post game, so pretty cool. Nice. And yeah, I think all the questions got answered, and and glad you got to be there and see your first W there, Dave. That's awesome. I've only seen the Raiders ever lose in person once, like whether it's been well, no, no, no I take that back. At in Oakland, I've only seen them lose once. 
on the road, I've seen him lose in Atlanta twice. <laughs> I saw Carson Palmer throw one too many pick sixes <laughs> in Atlanta. But uh, but outside of that, I've always because they've always won in Tennessee. Yeah, you know what I mean for the most part. Yeah, um, even going back a ways, like you know back when the Raiders I, and Titans were both. I, I, really, really I know good. one thing I'm going to miss for sure about you know the Oakland games is after they would win. In the the walkout and everybody's going, oh, and, you know, yes, you, they got the big Ricky Henderson. You're high fiving everybody, yes. and man, oh, that was like the best feeling. That walking know? in and walking out. Yeah, like, yes, that's what I used to describe it to people. Is like it's like walking into Mordor. It's it like, is. Oh, it's like all the orcs walking exactly. in. It's like because we're just there, there all, are some orcs in yeah. there. Uh, <laughs> You know what I mean? We're just all screaming and chanting, and uh, it's just—it it, it was like a yeah, it's that incredible that, feeling. Those know? are the things that Vegas can't replicate. No, like, they, they won't, won't be able to do it, and it's that's the that's the downside. But may, right? Maybe maybe there'll be some new stuff we we, we can't envision yet that we we'll get. The hopefully, and, and you know, so. you see a couple opposing jerseys, and you get in there, ah, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. it was just the best. Did man. you guys ever? Now you guys lived like right around the corner, yeah. but for guys like me, like we would we would get uh, so we leave San Jose, drive to Fremont. And then take Bart in. Yeah. So after the after the game was over, we would walk. Did you? So have, did you guys ever walk across that, 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 the, 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 the little bridge? bridge to Bart, the, the right? Bridge oh, that, that thing's rowdy too. That is rowdy, man. Rowdy. Oh man, that's a, <laughs> that's wild, man. Nothing like walking across that thing. You're walking over the like you know the the trains and yeah. all that. It, it, it's so industrial it, and gritty and gnarly, is. man. That's, I'm gonna miss and, that. Another man. thing I loved about the Raiders is you have older fans, younger fans. If you're a Raider fan, it's all. We're all on the same team, yes. you know, and it's just a camaraderie. It's a you great know? equalizer, man. Big, Absolutely. Big time. Big time. Absolutely. Yeah, good stuff there, man. That's Oh, man, I'm going to miss that stuff. Me too. Right. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, uh, so let's uh, go next to our buddy Adam Hill and uh, check in what he has. Sorry, Adam, that your best friend Swag Jeff isn't here tonight, but let's check in and uh, hear your voicemail. What up, Mike? Murph, Moss, and Swaggy. Uh, I was just calling because I needed to talk some football. I didn't have nobody to call while I was driving on my route today. So, you know, I'm just happy to see my Raiders playing with some freaking heart. You know, we, we out here busting our tails, still busting our nine to fives and stuff. And then, you know, Sunday come around and I'm like, yo, we, we need some effort out there. And we got some effort this last Sunday. We need to continue that stuff. You know, we can't, Jonathan Abram cannot be the only person out there motivating these fools. We need our linebackers to step up and, and lay some, lay some wood. We need, we need a whole bunch of people out there playing because they want to play with some Jonathan Abram passion. You know, freaking, I don't know if Derek Carr got some of that Jonathan Abram passion, but he was out there playing football. He was scrambling, lowering his shoulder. Actually, he, he didn't look like he was afraid to get hurt. And I want to see that for the rest of the season, you know. And if he doesn't show it, you know, I always go after the game when I lose, I just stick him at in 21 and I, I go out there and show him how it's done. You know, you could come check my channel out, Adam Stacy Hill, all one word on YouTube. But, um, yo, great job on the show. 
you know, keep it up. I'm glad you guys are consistent, you know. You need Mikey to step his game up, but <laughs> I know he got his own personal issues. But we love you, Mikey. Shout out to you. You know, donate to that fool because you know he need it. All right. <laughs> All right, Adam Hill, we appreciate you, man. And so, so I, I mentioned uh, a, a couple of times now that if you call the show three times and get your message played, you become a made man or a made woman. So Adam Hill is called, I went back and counted, I think six times. And I've oh, never, <laughs> never called him a made man. So Adam Hill, forgive me, I don't count so good. Uh, but yes, thank you for calling and supporting Raiders Fan Radio the way that you do. And uh, as of now, as of today, episode number 183, you are now a made man here on Raiders Fan Radio. You are a made man. You showed you are part of the family by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies, then they would become my enemies. Showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio, you have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent. It is more than the government. It's almost equal to family. Be loyal. Made man, Raider fan. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. But until that day, accept this as a gift. And don't ever forget, words can hurt more, but silence can break hearts. Every time I hear that, it cracks me up. When, when Mosh recorded that, after we were done, I go, what does that mean? He goes, I don't know. <laughs> Just kind of came out. It sounds good. Yeah. All right. So, so thank you, uh, Adam Hill. And he joins uh, the long now list. And we every once in a while, we'll update the list. And so here we go. Uh, and I, the thing I love about updating the list is that I love hearing – uh, from all the different places uh, that people represent uh, the, the RFR uh, listenership. So it goes like this. Jimmy Zebach, hardcore Raider, uh, who is in Colorado. Johnny in San Diego. Chuck Splatterhead McCann in Jersey. Uh, Ron in Alliance, Ohio. Alaska Raider. Dakota Raider. Aaron Q-Dog Raider, who's in the great state of Texas. Red in Yakima, Washington. Jim from the East Coast. Yayo in Jersey. Big Raider Trucker, who's in L.A. Wyoming Raider. Diego in Georgia. Running Bear in Tulare, California. Mojo Raider, who's San Diego. Jim Junior in San Diego, Beto, you know the city, that's LA, James in Arkansas, Monster Mash Ken, who's in Jersey, Raider Rue in Utah, Ev Dog, Houston Raider Steve, Jesse in Kentucky, B Dog, who's in a pasture in Texas, Max in San Diego, Rev Raider, another Jersey guy, Raider One, I Patch, Alex in Tucson, Ruben in Vegas, Dave in the 330, Kevin the Raider Nerd, who's Santa Barbara, I believe, uh, Paul in Shropshire, Mississippi, 24 Karat Kev, the cool-ass Raider. That's Scotland. One Nation Jeff. Uh, Chucktown Raider. Haley in Scotland. Lino, the Full Metal Mexican. Central Valley Raider. RBK Raider. Coach Davis. Raider Ramon, uh, who's now in Vegas. Uh, Raider, I, love, I love these names, Isn't man. it great, man? Yeah. Raider Born Rico, who's the Canary Islands. Uh, Raider Trucker Dan. Sugar Shane, also Texas. Super Deuce. Daniel Mangus, Fremont, California. Just Win Johnny, uh, Jersey. Uh, Matthew Mangus. Uh, Pirate 1975, JC Raider, Fabricator Gill on the IE, Big Mike, Tidal Raider, that's the guy that goes to Dominicos yeah. all the time in Alameda, uh, Tidal yeah. Raider, okay. the, the, yeah, big, yeah. the Big Easy, Kill Jadus, who's in Alaska, uh, Stacy Rough Raider, I forgot to mention Alaska Raider, I don't know if I mentioned him earlier or not, anyways, Alaska Raider's in there, um, 
Stacy Rough Raider, Scotland's David Love, Miguel Ruiz, Raider Jeff and Casey, and now Adam Hill, man. Thank you so much, Raider awesome, Nation. Man. Thank you, RFR listeners, man. Y'all rock, man. Thank you for supporting the show uh, the way that you do. And yeah, like as we're sitting here talking, like I just realized we have Alaska Raider, who is a longtime caller of the show. I don't have him on the list. Like, I don't know if I forgot to make him or what, but anyways, Alaska well, Raider. Well, I mean, he is all the way up in Alaska. You know? well, so it takes longer. <laughs> it, takes, it takes longer to get up there. The last frontier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes longer to get up there. Forgive me, Alaska Raider. All right, uh, next up, let's go to our buddy. I mentioned him just a second ago. Beto, you know the city. Raider Beto, you know the city. Oh, my God. I hate Derek Carr. Why did he win us the game? Why did he throw that ball to Ruggs? It's his fault that Ruggs didn't get that touchdown. Okay? Why did he throw the ball to Renfro? Why did he get the touchdown? God, I hate Derek Carr's decision-making. Why is he running the ball? Why is he getting those first downs? God, Derek Carr is so dumb, I swear. You see, that's my best imitation of these Derek Carr haters. <laughs> Derek Carr is balling out. So y'all need to pardon my French. He needs to shut the f*** up. Oh. Okay, he's balling <laughs> out. Him, he's getting those extra yards. Granted, today was very suspect when he about a fumble the ball right at the two-yard line in the red zone. But granted, Devontae Booker came in, so anyway, it doesn't matter. That throw to Ruggs should have been a touchdown. That was a beautiful pass, great catch, but the ref always like to screw over the Raiders, but it doesn't really matter because the Raiders won either way. Um, defense looked good because Mother Nature was helping the defense today, but I don't know if it can last against any other team with normal weather conditions. There's still no pass rush, which is my biggest, that's my biggest concern because when the Raiders go up against good quarterbacks that can throw the ball, like the Chargers with you know, Justin Herbert, uh, I just like him dancing like a jackass. Uh, not really scared of him. <laughs> and then uh, obviously Pat Mahomes and then the rest of the league with the quarterbacks, like there needs to be pressure on the quarterbacks to, to, you know, get off on the third downs. But granted, the Raiders did get off on third downs, which was good, so. Little by little, I think it's the first time Paul Gunther's defense failed the team under 10 points. Can you believe that? I can't believe it either. Anyway, the point is, <laughs> the running game was great today. It also shows you how pivotal this running game is to the Raiders' victories. The Panthers' game, the Saints' game, the Chiefs' game, and this game, all those games have in common with Josh Jacobs running the ball or Devontae Booker running the ball or either running back rushing for a touchdown. Also, I'm very impressed that Derek Carr's using his legs. But next time, please slide, Derek. We do not want to fumble the ball in the end zone and have another turnover or a touchback. Anyway, as always, go Raiders, 4-3, on to the Chargers. Actually, we're going to have a second home game. You know, We're going to have nine home games because those Chargers don't belong here at all. Hell no. Out of my city. It's my city, L.A. all day, 323. Three. Anyway, go Raiders. All right, appreciate you, Beto, man. Appreciate the call, as always. And, uh, man, so I, I believe he's in the chat there, and the chat is lighting up there. And uh, it's, it's a great stuff from him there. Appreciate you. All right, uh, we're starting to get a little close on time, so we're going to hit the accelerator here. I forgot to mention to you two guys, so yeah. we, we pick um, a, a Sizzler Award, right, for yeah. the best call or email every week. I'll have a list for you of all the names. Just kind of keep mental tabs here because we'll have you guys pick the Sizzler Award for tonight for the best for the best email or or, or voicemail. It. Okay. Okay. All right. So uh, all right. So next up, we're gonna get to our buddy Dave back in the three three zero. 
post-Browns game. What's up, Murph, Moss, Waggy J? It's Dave again out in Ohio, just calling. I had a game last night, yesterday. It wasn't a night game. That was awesome. It was so freaking windy out there. I don't know if, if you could tell on TV. I'm sure they talked about it, but I watched rows of people get blown over in the stands, literally. I was one of them. Luckily, I had a rail in front of me to grab. Um, it was insane, and Carr did it. He proved he can win a game with me in attendance. Um, now, I came to the conclusion my wife might be bad luck because she was with me at every other game that the Raiders lost at while I was attending, and she was not with me yesterday. Um, so she might be the bad luck charm. I don't know. But that game was awesome. Car run won in the sleet, in the snow, in the rain, in the wind, in the cold. So he checked all those off. Uh, there was at one point he ran, I think he scrambled for about eight yards and went out of bounds instead of getting the, getting the first down and the Browns fans were calling him a, well, they were calling him a cat, in other words, and he made them eat those <laughs> words by freaking taking them head on, not sliding, not going out of bounds, getting first downs, getting yards, and just uh, beating them, dominating them, run game. I wore the Josh Jacobs jersey for a reason because I knew we were going to need him out there in that weather, and our run game came through. It held up. Our line held up. Um, you know, we outplayed them. It was a crappy game, crappy weather. It was a fun game. It was a fun game to watch. I mean, not a high-scoring game. Um, my buddy, the Browns fan that got me the ticket there, he took the over because both our offenses can score a lot, score a lot of points. Obviously, he lost on that, too, yesterday because that over was way under. But, uh, yeah, just a great game, and it was it was so so nice to to be able to be there in person even though it was cold there were quite a few Raiders fans there you know I walked around I talked to quite a few of them offered them some hand warmers things like that and uh just just a great game a great vibe the Browns fans were all you know civil got some compliments on my Jacobs jersey stuff like that everything was good you know a little friendly jabs back and forth and all that stuff but it was just a great time so Anyway, go Raiders. All right, good stuff there from Dave in the 330. Cracks me up. I love it how he's talking about going around and handing out hand warmers to people because, like, us people from California, we're, like, wandering around Cleveland going, holy crap, (laughs) it's freaking cold. You know what I mean? Because in in California in early November, it's what, 72? Oh, yeah. It was, like, 80 degrees last week. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Like, we have no concept of Cleveland, like, you know. Oh, we're spoiled in in the Bay Area. The best weather in the world, and you get, like, a little drizzle, you know. People can't handle it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like 75 degrees. It's so hot. Like, come on, man. The only time I ever remember being cold is that living in San Jose, like if we would leave and like go to a Giants game or an A's game or whatever, Yes. like you had to bring a hoodie with you because when the sun went down, by like the fifth inning, like if you were to go to like an A's game, like it would get cold. Yeah. And and a little windy. And a little windy, right? Especially candlestick, right? Yeah. But aside from that, like it would never really got like cold, but it was like you'd wear shorts and then just bring a hoodie with you. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, uh, but far from Cleveland lake effect weather and all yeah. that stuff, you know. That's what I mean? crazy, man. Fifty mile an hour winds. I know that was nuts, wow. man. That's so good. And like, how about that one kick that like that? It went, like, <laughs> yeah, like, and he almost made it, but it, it like that thing freaking hooked hard, man. Yeah. That was crazy, man. So yeah, uh, kudos to the Raiders, man. That was that was awesome winning that kind of weather. All right, uh, next up, let's get to our buddy Houston. We call him the historian Raiders Steve. 
Murph Mosh, Swag Jeff, Made Man, Made Women, Raider Nation family, Houston Raider Steve, great win by the Raiders yesterday in the cold ice and sleet against the Cleveland Steamers. It's a mistake by the lake. <laughs> As we all know, sometimes Browns fans on winter vacation, instead of going to Florida, they go to Buffalo. Go Clean, figure. Huh? <laughs> Remember the Duke Perry show? They used to sing that song, Cleveland Rock, so I changed it up a little bit. My rendition is, Cleveland sucks, Cleveland sucks, Cleveland sucks, Cleveland sucks. Yes, that's right. It does suck. Anyway, I love the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Wow. Uh, uncle and uh, cousin... Brown season ticket holders. They've been very loyal fans, like we have, just like Bill's Mafia. Brian Baldinger called in the game here at 97.5 ESPN here in Houston. Raiders games, man. It's like music to my ears. Like the, the swallows that go to Capistrano, man, hearing the Raiders on the radio. He said playing <laughs> that game yesterday, Raiders wearing the black flickers and then the, the Browns wearing theirs. And uh, in the cold rain, slow, snow, and sleet. What a great game, man. Old school. Reminds me of Red, you know, interception by Mike Davis. And the Red old Ride 88. Teams, you know, before the cardiac, that was the cardiac kids. Anyway, yep. great win. Derek Carr proved again that he can win in cold weather games this time. Future looks bright, got to wear shades. And all I can say is, happy days are here again. <laughs> happy days are here again. <laughs> We're back, baby. Go Raiders. Now let's go ahead and win against San Diego, as we call that, L.A. Chargers. And go Raiders. We're back, baby. <laughs> Just remember, Raider Nation, first, last, and always. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Did, did he really drop a Cleveland steamer blast? <laughs> That's amazing. That's really good. <laughs> yes, that he did. Oh, Incredible. My Good job, Houston Raiders. Ra- Ra- Raider fans are gross. Huh? Yeah. We're gross. <laughs> We're gr- <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh! I know, right? Oh man, too good. Yeah, man. talking about a sizzler right there. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss my ra- my fellow Raider fans. I miss going to the tailgate, and you know. Oh, yeah, man. oh man, absolutely nothing like it, man. Nothing like it. Nothing, nothing like, like it. it. Absolutely. All right, good stuff there. All right, next up. So I don't advocate for sizzlers. But man, I gotta tell you, this is this is this one's good. All right, here we go. Our buddy up there, and uh, he calls himself the northernmost Raider fan. He's up there in the northern part of Alaska. It's Kill Jadas. <laughs> On the north side of Ohio is one of the crappiest towns. And you go up there, you will be aware of a team named the Cleveland Browns. Now the Browns were five and two. Their jerseys, the color of poo. All the women call them a disappointment. All the men just yell out, It's the bad, bad Cleveland Browns. Baddest team for all four downs. Better than O'King Kong. Meaner than a junkyard dog. Now the Raiders, they're quite mad. Last week they gave it all they had. Getting cheated out of wind and giving up like they did. Really stirred up the autumn wind. Not to get ahead of the race. Both teams had to pick up the pace. 
And the Raiders knew that what they had to do, they had to bring their A game against the bad, bad Cleveland Browns. Baddest team for all four downs. Better than old King Kong. Meaner than a junkyard dog. Now winter hit in Cleveland. Third it verse. was windy, it was rain and snow. This whole thing. Mayfield then the Browns were prepared to throw down with the black and silver four all round. Well, the two teams got to fighting. Is he going to go the, the whole Raiders song? The Raiders hit the thunder <laughs> and lightning. The Cleveland Browns once again fell down. Much of the dismay of their dog pound. Because <laughs> it's the bad, bad Cleveland Browns. Baddest team for all four downs. Badder than old King Kong. Meaner than a poodle dog. <laughs> well, it's good the Raiders won this game. But there's one thing that I know. Last week, Kill Jadis got tucked, ruled by Murph <laughs> and the RFR show. <laughs> and it's the bad, bad RFR show. Drew <laughs> and Kill Jadis, and you know they know. Should have won that sizzler. Must have been high and drinking sizzler. <laughs> <laughs> I just played you guys. Much love to y'all. I'll catch you later. <laughs> See ya. Oh my yeah, gosh. So what was that a freestyle? Did he write that? Oh, I bet you he wrote it. He does some highly produced stuff, man. I He's was so gonna f- say, yeah, that, that was guy, pretty he, good, man. He had three verses. He had yeah. the hook. He had the whole thing. He had the whole thing, man. He does the Macho Man Raider Savage. And what? And, and, yes, and really? it's, it's brilliant. And so last week. So if you go the full three, you go the full three minutes, Google Voice claims you, and you can't be eligible for the Sizzler Award. So he was running away from it as a favorite, and then Google Voice got him, so he was ineligible. So that's why he says that we screwed him. But <laughs> hey, man, the rules are rules. You know that's what I mean? Right. Rules are rules. But yes, that was awesome, man. He went. That's he didn't just good. go a verse like like look, Houston. Listen, Houston Raider Steve is amazing because he'll sing. But no one's busted out a full like song yeah, before. That was, like, that was, that, and, yeah, that was a full song. And got it underneath the time limit. Like, I don't know how long Bad Bad Leroy Brown is on its in its. You know, I think it's yeah. like two minutes and fifty three seconds. Like, yeah. he got right in there, man. Yeah. So I think he timed it out. No, that was great. Man. I love how he cracked himself up, man. That always makes me laugh. All right, we got two more to get to. Uh, next up, our buddy Sugar Shane, Murph, Uncle Mosh, Swag Jeff. This is Sugar Shane calling from the great state of chaos, other known as Texas. <laughs> Anyways, um, I just want to say thank you for all the content you provide and thank you for every step of the way when it comes to this fanhood, guys. You know, we got the win in Cleveland. I, I think, you know, it came down to coaching i think it came down to being prepared for this uh we were facing someone or a team that has you know a rookie coach coming in and trying to make things better but you know just slipped up right there it was an ugly loss but a win is a win let's prove that guys in chat room a win is a win um and also last week uh on the show I shouldn't have been talking about Trent Brown. I mean, he immediately shut that down in regards to uh, my criticism towards him. Sorry about that. God, that guy, he hits hard, okay? All right? Jeez. I mean, I know he's an offensive lineman, but when he hits you, it feels like a 
because he, I mean, you immediately go through a rush of emotion. I mean, not that he's actually playing, but uh, anyways, no questions, no answers. Just uh, wanted to give you guys props. I know you guys give us props every week. Uh, we'll see a fan, everything like that. Shout out to Capo in the chat room. Shout out to everybody in there. Um, BRT, Mojo, everybody. Uh, Ron, Ron the Major in Wow. You have to put up a lot of stuff, man. You have to put up with so much stuff. You might as well be, you might as well be running a daycare. So, shout out to you. Shout out to everybody. Really once good. Again. So, much love, guys. Swag. Oh, my gosh. Oh, he got cut off there. What happened? I think that, that probably should have been a Google Voice there. Google Voice it? Oh, my gosh. Sugar Shane, I can't let you get away with that, man. Let's see. Let me. T- I got to bring it up now. Uh, hang on. Google. <laughs> I was sorry. I was, I'm was. i off my game because I was cracking up. Cause it's my fault. <laughs> tell, tell him what you found, Mike. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> you found a reference? Yeah. So you, you, you really want me to tell you? No. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, Google the, 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 just Google the Cleveland steamer and oh you'll know my. exactly what we're laughing at. <laughs> So a lot of times when you hear us laughing off mic, it's not necessarily what's going on in the call. Yeah. It's the, I got I got a buddy at home and he told us about that like a long time. When I heard that guy say the Cleveland Steamer, I just I start cr- oh my cracking God, up. So funny, my, bu- right. my buddy. He's filthy. He's gross. All right, so yeah. Sugar Shane, this is what should have got you there at the end of your call. Google Voice has claimed you. <laughs> Sugar Shane. Sorry about that, man, but you got to get the call underneath the three-minute mark. All right, last up, one more to get to before we get out of here for the night, and it is Coach Davis. What up, Murph, Uncle Marsh, Swag Jeff, Capo, Aaron the Q-Dog. You know the rest. It's your four-time Sizzle Award-winning made man, Coach Davis, checking in. What's up to all the made men, made women? Huh? You know, uh, Murph, I just wanted to tell you, man, that's a class act, you know, awarding Harley the uh, Sizzle Award a couple weeks ago, man said one thing on there that you say you don't know if she's just along with the ride because she have a crazy dad <laughs> or a crazy Raider fan for a dad. It. But look, man, let me tell you a little story about Harley, man. You may not know. Of course you don't know. When all this uh, COVID thing started, you know, the kids was out of school, man. And me and her mama came home from work one day and the house is a wreck, man. Like, she ain't picked up nothing, ain't cleaned up nothing, man. I walk in, I'm like, man, what'd you do all day? You know you're supposed to be cleaning. I don't care about school being out. You got responsibilities, <laughs> you know? So uh, she gets a little feelings hurt like she does sometimes, you know? So I go to talking to my wife and my <laughs> little princess, man, she butts in. She goes, well, you know what I was doing all day? I said, well, obviously you wasn't cleaning. She says, well, I was looking on highlights of Chase Young and Isaiah Simmons and C.D. Lamb. I said, well, first of all, you don't want to be looking at Chase Young because we ain't going to get him. We're going to have to give up way too much to move up and get him. I said, Simmons probably ain't going to be there, and C.D. Lamb might not be there either. He might, but we ain't going to get both of them. Might want to look at other wide receivers. At this point in time, I feel my wife, like, burning a hole in the side of my head. So I look at him like, man, what? So, oh, so since she was looking at Raider stuff, everything's forgiven? <laughs> it's like, yeah, baby, what you think? You know, <laughs> I love y'all, man, Raider Nation. I'm out. <laughs> 
right, good stuff there from Coach nice. Davis, man. Hey, raise them right, raise them Raiders. That's what we like That's to say, right. man. Absolutely. That's right. Hey, so speaking of that, so you since the last time you were on the show, you've become a dad again. Yeah, thir- third time dad. I got three boys now, and they're all huge Raider fans. Oh, that's awesome, that's man. It should be. Congratulations, man. Congratulations. And also, Thank you. And I forgot to mention, too, at the top of the show, it's also your birthday yesterday. It was my birthday yesterday. Man, very cool, man. So happy birthday. So wish him a happy birthday out there, Raider Nation. Everybody, everybody in the guys. chat. Uh, send Raider Jeff uh, your happy or, or Raider Jeff. QB Jeff, because there's all kinds of Raider Jeffs. There's like, what, 30 Jeff? Raider at least. Yeah. There, there's, yeah. a lot, there's a lot of Raider Murphs, too, huh? I know. Well, there's <laughs> three of them here, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so, thanks, Ron. Uh, uh, oh, there you go, there you go. There, there comes the happy birthdays. Good deal there. So, all right, so here we go. So every week we award a sizzler. This is to the best email or voicemail throughout the course of the week. Uh, it's Mosh that awards it. In Mosh's absence, it's Swago. When Swago's not around, QB Jeff, it's all you, man. Who do you got? Well, I, I, I think it's got to be the Cleveland Steamer, man. <laughs> There's like three. I mean, all of them are great, but there were some really good ones. This this one was packed full, but I think we just we have to go with Houston Raiders, Steve. Houston Raiders, Steve. <laughs> all right, congratulations, Houston Raiders, Steve. You are this week's Sizzler. I haven't heard that ter- term in like ten years. Oh my God. Sizzler. 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 I knew Sizzler. 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 God, God, God bless Raiders Every fans. once in a while, we'll just go off the rails around here, you man. Got, you got to, man. You got to. Every it. once in a while, we'll go off the rails. Love, so. Raider fans are the best. Oh, my gosh. Hugh, oh. I appreciate the happy birthday. We're going to pass on the Cleveland We're going to pass on the... Hard, uh, what, hard yeah. pass on the Cleveland Steamer. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I appreciate the chat room tonight. appreciate Pirate 1975. appreciate Swag Jeff in there. Raider Flash, Coach Davis, the big, easy kill Jadis is in there. Uh, Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. Raider Born Rico, uh, Raider Flash, uh, appreciate all of you. Running Bears in there tonight. Michelle Sweat's in there. Uh, Raider Critique, if I haven't mentioned, I can't scroll up. Tyrone Graves is in there. Thank you so much uh, for all the support that you give us here at, uh, at, at Raiders Fan Radio. Appreciate you each and every week. And, uh, hey, the Murphy Boys. Thanks for joining us. Hey, I appreciate Jeff. it. Thanks I, for having us. I, I had a great time. I, I got to join this chat now. That's a, that's the next next logical move. Absolutely, so I'll man. be I'll be back in the in the chat. Get in, in the, the chat. chat every week. And and hey, if you want to visit for those uh, we'll Raider yeah, fans we'll in the Bay again. Area, go visit. No, but go yeah, visit okay. Dominico's in Alameda, fourteen oh seven Webster Street, Alameda. We've been there uh, since nineteen eighty two. We're coming up on forty years pretty soon. Dominico just turned ninety one. He's healthy as an ox. So you know, it's a family business. We love it and. Uh, Come on, come and see us, and we'll talk some Raiders. Just don't talk about the Cleveland Steamer in front of my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, uh, you guys. Appreciate that, man. Yeah. Thank you for being here tonight, man. It's been a lot, a lot of, I had a blast. A lot of blast. fun. Raider Jeff, man. QB Jeff, man. Appreciate Thanks for, it. Thanks for coming in tonight, man. Thanks for having me again, Murph, and I appreciate the uh, becoming a made man. Absolutely, dude. And hey, and shout out your Dominicos. That's right. Dominicos here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, 106 South Maple, man. Come see us. Get a good sandwich. Uh, anytime you need it, Monday through Saturday. Right on, man. Absolutely. And hey, and if you need uh, the, uh, the the salami, it's on Mosh's desk there. That's right. That's uh, he's paying his tribute there. So Mosh, Mosh, don't be too mad. I, I was easy on your chair, all right. <laughs> <laughs>
I was kind of bummed I didn't get to meet the famous Mosh. Maybe next time. Next time, man. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, definitely come back, and you're always welcome here to Fan Cave, man. You. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, appreciate you, Raider Nation. OneNationFoundation.net. Contribute there. All the money will go to Raiders-related charities. Thank you to everybody in the chat room tonight. Thanks, Swag Jeff, and everybody else, and all the support that you give us each and every week. We, we uh, just uh, can't appreciate you enough. And, uh, man, I, I think that's all I got, man. Let's, let's get out of here. What do we got this week? We've got to beat the Chokers. Got to beat them. Let's take them Must out, win. man. Let's do it. Get out, YouTube! See you latest. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Get everything for your next project today at Menards and save big money. Keep your walls and trim protected while you paint with Scotch Blue Painter's Tape. It's designed for use on multiple surfaces and can be removed easily without leaving residue behind. Say big on Scotch Blue Painter's Tape from Menards. Also, view our weekly flyer on Menards.com and check out all of our great deals happening this week. Save big.